Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Hello again guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening or good night. My name is Thomas and welcome to another episode of the Brocast Podcast. And joining me as always, he's my bro and he's your bro too. Give it up for Alan. Hello everyone, it is I, it is he, it is me. Yes, it is I, Alan from the Brocast, brother of Tom. Tom, how are you? Bro, I'm going good and we're getting closer to the school holidays guys. Alan and I have got what, how many days left? About a week and a half left? Yes, it's about a week to come. Yes, um, this is a time where a lot of parents out there sort of dread this time. We're like, oh my God, what are we meant to be doing with them for the next two weeks? We have to keep them entertained. Me, as a teacher's aide, I welcome this very much because then I also will receive two weeks off as well. But again, with those times, I, I like to keep myself busy. So I'll be also doing my carer's job as well too. But how do you feel about it, Thomas? Well, it's good because my job, I do get the holidays. I've worked in like the same job for at least 20 years where I actually had to use my own personal leave to even take the holiday break off. And, you know, even what I would accrue, I'd only get like two days of the actual like 20 days the kids get off where this time I get the whole time off. And, you know, for me, it's kind of jobs around the house and back to painting and building and doing all that stuff. But I think yes. it's great to, you know halfway through the year my kids have already reached prep for the first half of the year and one son's done his first half of his exams for the year and yeah it's been busy times but you know great to be back with you once again for what should be a great wrestling companion this should be a fun companion right here guys because we are going here tonight yes it is another wrestling podcast for your viewing and ear pleasure uh yes we're going back to 2003 and at this time we were watching wrestling almost weekly and daily weren't we mm, true yeah uh it was one of the main things um i think we were in 2003 maybe i think we were out of school or maybe we were in school at the time uh, but we were watching it almost on the reg so what we're watching tonight is something that we i think at one time i think i might even own this on dvd 
Yeah, well, I was about to say, I was actually in year 11 at this yes. time, and I think you would have actually just finished year 12, or about to finish year 12 yes. at this time period. So 2003, again, a forgotten year. I really don't remember a lot of the events that actually took place. 2001 <clears throat> and 2002, I know religiously, Yes, three, four, and five, I don't think I was even really watching it as much, because I think that's when I finished school and then started getting into jobs, and you know that became my main focus, but... Just talking about our podcast, guys, if you actually want to check us out on our social medias, you can do on both the Instagram page, all one word, The Broadcast Podcast, or on Twitter, simply at The Broadcast, which is T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T. And really, for the last couple of weeks, we've been doing a pro wrestling event tournament. So we put up actually nine wrestling events, nine became what, six, and then six became three. And we had a poll that only actually finished only a couple of days ago when it was a poll that featured some pretty good events. And I was actually coming right down to the wire. The one that actually won, as Alan said, was WWE Bad Blood 2003, but it really only won by 1%, where the one that could have actually got the win, which was uh, One Night Stand 07. Any memories from that one, Al? Durag Vince, that's right. Vince McMahon at that time was the ECW World Heavyweight Champion. And he had Bobby Lashley coming after him at that time. This is when Bobby was not the mecca that he is now, or how he was during uh, a couple of years ago when he had that rise where he became WWE Champion. Uh, This is back where Lashley was sort of very softly spoken, and uh, he had a lisp. I mean, he still has a lisp today, but he's not how he was back then. Today, the Bobby Lashley that we see is like a mechasaurus. This man is a mountain of a man that he can do awesome things. And I would really say, like, Lashley came out into his own when I think he went to TNA. Like, when he was the champion there, he went on to actually win nearly all the championship belts from, like, the X Division title, the Grand title, and the World title, and really cut a lot of promos. You know, he wasn't the type of guy that had a manager. You know, he did with Leo Rush, you know, who did some of his talking a few years ago in, in WWE, but TNA is where I think they said, Lashley, go out there and be yourself. You know, tell those stories. And he was quite comedic. Like, he was a very good heel at that time period. But 07, I think, was kind of forgotten for an event that I or a match, actually, that I sent Alan, which was the uh, world's greatest tag team and Hardy's ladder match, which was lis- literally a cluster. And I sent Alan this video clip, and there were so many botches in that match. I have no recollection when you sent that to me. And who was it? It was um, World's it was Greatest the, Tag Team. World's Greatest Tag Team. So that yes. was Haas and Benjamin and the Hardy. Right. And it was for the Raw Tag Belts or the World Tag Team Belts. And it's just like there was so many botches. Like, was it, I, it was bad, really bad. Wasn't it someone, I, I thought it was Matt Hardy and Chris Benoit. Was that who I saw in that actual video? Or am I having a fever dream? You're having a fever dream. I thought so because I think the one you sent me one time I remember seeing Benoit in this actual match, and I'm like, oh, it might have been Shelton Benjamin and um, Chris Benoit teaming up. I don't know what's going on, but I would think it was something very similar to an absolute cluster F, indeed. Yeah, I think what I when I first saw it, I'm like, why is Shelton Benjamin teaming up with Shawn Michaels? Because Charlie Haas looked like Shawn Michaels. He was wearing the red and black attire that looked like HBK. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, who is that? And I'm like, oh, that's Charlie Haas. So that's probably who you thought it was Benoit because of the similar black and red attire they had on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was one of the worst matches on the card. But again, that main event was Carly and Cena uh, for the WWE Championship. 
also in the poll, and I'm disappointed that it got so so low in the voting, was um WCW The Great American Bash 2000. Yeah, WCW 2000. It's a time that uh, it was great crash TV. It was like if you like watching a, a burning dumpster, and you just can't help but to look away. And sometimes, and sometimes you might see someone come out and they'd be on fire. Ooh, entertaining! That was pretty much what WCW in the two thousand and two thousand and one. It was fantastic to, uh, television. Sometimes it was a, a complete cluster f most of the time, and I would imagine what was going up behind the scenes, behind the curtain, was a lot of craziness because. Um, good friend of the show uh he follows both you and i on twitter uh mr vince russo was at the reigns at this time so yeah that um that match had a had an inferno match uh, that uh, sorry that pay-per-view didn't it yeah it was actually the human torch match human torch match which is pretty pretty much the same maybe and who was in that match again so it was vampiro and sting vampiro but see, when I think of Human Torch, I think of like someone sticking a torch into the person and then lighting it on fire. The fuck are you doing? What, are you playing Mortal Kombat or something over there? <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Assassin's Creed Origins with my torch, so yeah. You just, yeah, fuck using the blades, guys. Tom uses a torch. Jesus Christ, man, <laughs> you might have some problems. But also on that card, you had Billy Kidman and Hulk Hogan, so there you go. Yes, uh, that is right. This is when, um, yeah, didn't Billy Kidman got the win, didn't he? Well, I don't think he ever pinned yeah. him on pay-per-view. There was more a scene on one of the nitros where he put Hogan through a table and climbed on top of him and Bischoff count the three outside, but it was like right. an unofficial match. It's just when he jumped him and, yeah, got a pinball on him. And he had Tory Wilson in his corner, didn't he? Yes, yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, very nice. And, and, then, who, and uh, who can forget the main eventer? We had Kevin Nash and Jeff Jarrett uh, for the WCW World Championship, and we had the Goldberg heel turn. That is right. This is when he speared Kevin Nash and then walked away and stepped out of the way. Jarrett got the pin, and then there's that three-man picture of Goldberg in the middle, Bischoff on one side, and Russo on the other. That was unbelievable. And I actually even had that poster I'd even made up. I thought, I'll make the posters up for whatever wins. I'll do a poster for One Night Stand, a poster for Bad Blood, and I thought, I'll do a poster for Great American Bash. And I had that picture where you and I were both on each side of Goldberg, and that was going to be the cover art. So, oh my God, that's mate... like something out of the Three Stooges right there. I'm just thinking <laughs> of the Three Wise Monkeys, the Three Stooges, right? You, me, and Goldberg, right? And Goldberg dead set in the middle me probably being on the body of maybe Vince Russo, maybe you on Eric Bischoff, or vice versa. Actually sounds amazing, that does. Well, maybe next year, guys. We might, it I might even say, be on a future poll. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Awesome. Alright, guys, so before we actually kick into this Watch Along Wrestling Companion, which actually marks Wrestling Companion number 80, we want to give a shout out to not one, but two great wrestling podcasts. Check these guys out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. 
The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. What's up, everybody? I am the patron saint of podcasting, the warden Matt Ritter, the host of the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Yes, you heard that right. And I'm here to tell you about the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, the Smackin' Raw podcast. Me and my co-host, Vince Delgado and Miss Katie Kinsey Bebe of the She Leads Showcase do a weekly recap where we cover Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, and Rampage. We are on Pornhub, YouTube, and every audio platform you could think of and we are spitting what we don't like and swallowing what we do every week we've also got guests from some of your favorite podcasts so if you want to have fun take your pants off put in your headphones pull up to your favorite listening or viewing device relax and just have a good time catch up on the week in wrestling in our own unique way come check us out you guys can find me at matt ritter that is at m-a-t-t-r-i-d-d-e-r on Twitter only there you will get Linktree slash Smack and Raw that'll get you all of the audio platforms as well as Pornhub you guys can also check out Linktree slash Creation World and that will get you the YouTube the merchandise and the Pornhub as well as other great podcasts from Creation World which is the banner under which the Smack and Raw podcast exists if you want to get everything in one shot go to creationworld.com there you'll find Super Flash Hero of Tomorrow if you're a fan of DC uh CW superhero stuff. If you want to check out the Smack and Raw podcast, if you want to check out our other show, Return to Wrestling, where me and my co-host Travis go back in time and he forces me to sit down and watch old WCW Nitros and pay-per-views and I have to suffer through Hulk Hogan repeatedly. If that sounds like something that you think is fun, come check that out as well. We also have a YouTube-only show hosted by Vince called Spitter Swallow that you can find on our YouTube. We've got so much content for you. Dungeons After Dark as well. That episode two is coming. It is our most viewed episode on Pornhub. So if any of this sounds appealing to you, I can't wait to have you guys come follow us, listen to us, and interact with all of you. Like I said, take your pants off, pull up, get comfortable, and let's have a good time. All right, guys, we are back. Load up your WWE Network. Go into the premium section, 2003. Go down to Bad Blood. I'll quickly read the disclaimer, and then Alan will give us our countdown. So Bad Blood 2003 took place on June 15, 2003. Triple H puts the World Heavyweight Championship on the line against Kevin Nash inside Hell in a Cell. Chris Jericho takes on Goldberg. Ric Flair battles Shawn Michaels. Christian defends the Intercontinental Championship against Booker T. Scott Steiner and Test battle for the managerial services of Stacey Kilbler. Helen, could you give us our countdown? All right, ladies and gentlemen, gets, let's get ready to press play in five, four, three, two, one. Let's not forget that forget tonight guys we have a a uh, a redneck triathlon before us we should do one of them against each other you would fail miserably why would I fail Al? because you are lightweight when it comes to drinking what do you mean give me an example of a of time I've done something wrong um maybe going about probably 10 years ago maybe even more 
Uh, I remember I had um, actually every time you you and I have gone drinking. I, by the end of the night, I, I've had to look after you. And well, I can't really I, I give. I was going to say something has just popped into my mind just now. So oh, by no, the time you that? helped me up yeah. at the block there when I vomited in that bunk bed. Yep, and I remember yeah. I, had to get, I had to get you out of the bunk bed. Yeah, and I painted the wall red with um yeah. some UDL or some type of mixer that I was drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it. it was called it was called Red Bear. That's what it was. Yeah, red bears are disgusting, mate, and you should never yeah. do that to yourself ever again. <clears throat> All is, I remember again, is vomiting, and the next minute just being hit with the coldest shower because you guys yeah. like must have dragged me into the shower or something. No, no one else went near you because they were just too busy laughing at you. So <laughs> I, a, I just dragged myself in, just crawled myself. In. No, 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 I did. I, I had you over my shoulder, so because I got woken up, and you interrupted something. Thank you very much for that. And I had to carry you to the um, the actual bathroom and uh, give you a nice cold shower just to wake you up and then get you undressed and put some clothes on and, and then put you back to bed with a bucket next to your head. See, yep. that's what that's what bros are for, Al. Big time, big time. That's why I, I um, if I'm ever going to drink anymore, I'm going to do it at home, away from people. And we are in Houston, Texas tonight, guys. At Bad Blood 2003. And I think this marks our first 03 event in actually some time. I think it was July last year we did both a Raw and a SmackDown. We covered the Brock Lesnar... What was it? No, it was um, Zach Gowan. Teamed up with Stephanie. Take on Big Show. We did that one last year. Yes, that's right. And I believe we covered a SmackDown... Oh, no, a Raw which might have been... I'm trying to think what the card was. Why yep. did we choose that show? I think it was... To, oh, when JR got set on fire. Now yeah. I remember. Yeah, uh, last year. Uh, mm. Yeah. Speaking of bros, here comes the Diddley Boys. And a really quick thing about this event, and I was trying to look up some trivia and trying out some information about this card, and a lot of people actually hate this pay-per-view. Oh, there's a lot of thumbs down, are there? Yeah, like every match wasn't good. Like I was told, like when I read on you know Reddit and things like that, not not any of the matches were any, anything special really. Like HBK and Flair was probably okay, but everything else just seemed to just, eh, it's just happening. Like it wasn't a big, you know, show that people go back. Oh, I remember that card where you had this match or that. There's really nothing that stood out. Yep. So. Nowinski trying to play the race card here with because he was teaming up with Jazz and Rodney Mack and Theodore Long and trying to set a bit of friction between the, the bros of the, uh, the Dudley boys here. And he's also wearing that metal plate on his face too. Yes. How did What happened with that? What, what caused him to do the um, like the Scott Steiner metal face thing? I'm going to have a look at that right now because Excellent. I have a I have a visual memory of someone jumping off the top rope and landing on him. I'm just trying to think what card it was. Yep. I think it was to do with the Raw. Um, but I'm going to have a quick look now as they're coming down to the ring. And here is another person, I believe, that is a follower of our show and Twitter. And that is Mr. Rodney Mack. Is that correct? Yeah, he's a good fellow. I actually had a couple of That's DMs right. with him before COVID, actually. He was trying to come down to Australia and make a couple of appearances here and I end up giving him a couple of local contacts for some of our, you know, Melbourne based promotions and also, you know, other promotions within the state and yeah, I think he touched base but then, you know, COVID happened and kind of put a big spanner in the works there. 
as it always does. So here it, we go here. Go so it. I'm reading it here. Nowinski competed in the first ever his first ever Royal Rumble in 2003, entering at number three. During the match, both Edge and Rey Mysterio performed a double missile dropkick on Nowinski, but a mistimed execution caused Edge to land on Nowinski's head. That caused his subsequent post-concussion syndrome, identified later in his career. I actually remember that match. Yes. Because yes. Ray landed first, and then Edge comes second, and just, like, right on top of his neck. Yeah, I remember that now. And this, like you said, was uh, sort of the um, the catalyst of when you were saying about his concussion things. Because if we remember a couple of years ago, uh, at, during the Chris Benoit um, uh Dark Side of the Ring episode, Christopher Nowinski was in episode two, and mm. he spoke about the concussions in wrestling and also in sport. So, very contact sports, um, to be precise. Well, he even spoke highly of, you know, when Eddie Guerrero approached him as well. I think Eddie was looking at talking to him about it, Benoit was talking to him about it, and he's still doing a lot of work, I think, not yes, just with pro wrestling. I think he's looking at boxing and also football and things like that as well. Well, that was the main thing, yeah, with contact sports, like when you're saying something. That is, I, yeah, you know what? Just watching that part there, Bubba actually got, like, had to be forcibly pushed to be taken a clothesline right there, and um, it looked very uh, staged. Yes, I know it's pro wrestling, guys. Uh, you know, it, it, I, know, I know today's wrestling is all flip-flop and fly and walking around with giant bruises on your chest that everyone thinks online is makeup. You know, and if you think that's makeup, you're a dickwad. Um, did you read he, some of that stuff? But, but but he also got pissed off too. If you watched it too, he actually like shook his yes. head in like in disappointment, like he's pissed off the spot ended that way. It did, and it was pretty. Yeah, yeah, you could definitely tell it was very noticeable. And as they've cleared the ring, do you just were you talking about Cody just then when you were talking yes, about sir. the? The yes, pectoral tear. Yes. Yeah, I, I saw the stuff about it being people saying it was staged. It, it mm. definitely looked genuine in my eyes, like when Triple H in Saudi Arabia. So yes, and I'm going off that. You know, that wasn't staged, and I don't think this was. Like, no. you know, it would have been an interesting marketing ploy, but you know, the fact is, Cody's actually out now for nine months. Yes. And my takeaway was, did that Hell in the Cell match cause more length to the recovery? Like, was it seven months before he did the match? And did he, you know, possibly re-injure it or making it even worse than what it was? Because if you watch from the moment he came down to the ring to the, when the match is over, the bruise is getting darker. And I'm yes. like, yeah, that's not a good thing. So, You know what that is? That's that uh, that Rhodes blood, that um, that Reynolds blood that the uh, those people have in their body. You know, we've seen Dustin do exactly the same thing back in the day. And you pretty much we saw Dusty do it back in the back in the day as well too. So you know that you can't keep those road boys down. Yes, I did and, see uh, people taking a bit of a shot of uh, one picture was CM Punk, you know, relinquishing the championship, and then underneath was Cody Rhodes at Hell in the Cell, thinking you know two extents of two injuries, and I look at you know CM Punk giving up, giving up the belt. Look at Cody, go Cody, WWE, and I'm like, dude, they're actually hurt, like. They're actually yeah. competing for you. Probably shouldn't give him shit and make fun of him. So, yeah. People don't care. They're all the keyboard warriors. They're all sitting behind their keyboards at home on their computers or on their phones or on their iPads or whatever the F they've got. And they're pretty much just, you know, anonymous. That's who they are. They'll go through 
and then they'll, then they'll hurt someone will see the comments and go oh I hope they give me a heart but in in hindsight guys these guys are putting their lives every day on the line for us even what we're seeing back here in 2003 with this I mean yes the matches have been claimed to be a bit of a cluster but hey these guys are going out for our entertainment hmm but that's the thing. I think even in today's world, people want Ooh. a shock. Like, people do it for a reason. They want... Yes. It's almost like you're doing a negative reaction to get a negative reaction. Like, you want to get blocked by people now, and it's, it's something to be proud of to be blocked. And it's like, well, if that's how you think you get along with life is getting blocked out, and you want to spread hate and think that helps you, well, that's your own journey. But if I decide to then mute you, that's my choice. And if I, and if I, Or I'll just go to you directly and tell you, which I have no problem doing. You know, telling someone to their face or writing them in a DM and saying, dude, I don't agree with you. And, you know, we have a pretty small group of people that we connect with within this network. And I think yes. we all know where we all stand and where the line is and where you can't cross. But, yeah, it's definitely interesting when people always try to make it, and you know, WWE versus AEW, which is, it's not. Why? You know, most of the time, it's not. It's not. It's people, young people, they're pretty much who have been watching wrestling and they go back and they see the um, the Monday Night Wars. Was it really a, num- a Monday Night War? Yeah, they were just pretty much bantering every each other every now and again. But there was no like real sort of yes. What's his name? Oh, then we just got the mask off. Oh, he missed. Oh, flip flop and fly here. <laughs> Watch the referee. Where do I put the mask? Uh, I'll just put it over really here. I'll just put the mask over there. here. He does. He puts the mask just to the side, not out of the ring. Oh, here we go. We've got the Million Dollar Dream. Million Dollar Lock here. Yep. <laughs> oh. Jesus. What's up? There's, a, there's another concussion? Yes. Get Theodorin. What's up? I've been watching some old 99 when they actually weren't even doing the What's Up, but they were still doing that move. Yeah, that was scary back in 99 because they used to get mm. intimidated JR. <laughs> and just piss off JBL and Farouk. So yes, yep, big time. The old tie dye. Oh, what I are you doing? This. Why do you I have to it. go get the table? It's Why a good Steve twist. Was... Yes, it's a very good twist. I understand where you're coming from, my brother. I understand where you're coming, bro, bro. Listen <laughs> I to love me. It. I love I'll it, get the table. <laughs> Don't listen to him. Oh, takes a swing at Theodore. Rodney, get got him yeah, over. Yeah, get him. Yeah. Got, got him. him out. Oh, <laughs> in the face with the mask. Oh, and that's it. An interesting note. Looking at my trivia, this was the first pay per view appearance, the last pay per view appearance of both Rodney Mack and Christopher Nowinski. Nice. Yeah, so they actually, um, they must. I think he they left a few years later, but this was their like final pay per view appearance as a team, and yep. getting a pretty big win over the Dudleys. So. Oh, huge. I totally spaced on what I was talking about before, so let's just, um, I think, move on. I, I think I'm No, speaking. no, you were just talking yeah. about how you had the Wednesday night war between NXT yeah. and yes. Dynamite. Yeah. yeah, there's no need for it now. There's no war. It's just people trying to make um, chicken salad out of chicken shit, or vice versa. Now, see this shirt that JR's wearing? See? I actually want to make you one with the broadcast logo on it. Do it. Because when I saw this the other day, I'm like, that looks like Alan. I could see Alan rocking one of those shirts with a TV. I could totally logo. do it. And if I could get my glasses with it and my cowboy hat, 
I wish I owned a cowboy hat. I'd look great in the cowboy hat. So you look at Bischoff here. Yeah, he's uh, ready for um, to uh, kick some ass and take some names. And we actually have covered a Bischoff win when he took on, what, JR in a no-holes-barred match February last year and smashed him with a cinder block. So. Yes. A pie-in contest. You don't talking get to, it, talking about pie, talking about pies. What's your favourite pie? Um, I'm always because uh, Australia down here. I'm always a fan, uh, a fan of the meat pie that we always have. Um, always, uh, maybe sometimes I've, if I'm feeling extra extra fat, is get, getting the meat pie and getting some mashed potato, cheesy mashed potato, and then flopping it on top of the actual pie and eating it like that. Uh, when it comes to sort of just like sweet pies, we've got um, I've got I'm always down for an apple pie. I'm always good. I was going to say it seems like you're describing a shepherd's pie almost. It is. It's very much hmm. a shepherd's pie, but it's a fat boy pie. I would say my fat boy pie, and you would know of this one because you would have frequented this establishment. I'm talking about the Ned Kelly pie. Oh, from, yes. Uh, Beefworth Bakery, guys. It's actually a fried egg or a baked yes. egg, almost poached inside yes. a meat pie. Mm-hmm. I could smash that easily. Um, I'm also a fan of, in terms of sweet pies, I love an apple pie from Macca's with a sundae. You know, mm-hmm. a hot pie with an ice cream, soft serve, terrific. So it's a burping contest we've got before us, Tom. That's a friggin' leather faced chainsaw. Look at that. I know. Terry's got to be careful. <laughs> Look how sharp it is. <laughs> yeah. Austin's already is. starting with the beers. He's, He's got cheating. a hot dog in one hand. Well, he's preparing. Look at Bishop. I'm going to drink. Um, damn it. Well, you know what the funniest thing is about um, the actual. Oh my goodness. Um, Bishop is actually quite like Austin. He is the guy who likes to relax with a good beer. The character we're seeing here before us is very different from the Bischoff that we um, that we hear on 83 weeks. Here we go. Burp contest. So Bischoff going first. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Come on, Bischoff. Come on. That was pretty gross. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> With the ending bit. The ending bit wasn't yeah, the best. But... I was waiting for a bit of vomit to come up. <laughs> Just a little ding. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. We awesome. get some. We get some WWE uh, entertainment here. Watch yeah, this. Yeah. Oh yeah. my lord! <laughs> some hilarity, guys. Some hilarity. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. But I even think, looking at it too, like you even think, like Bischoff isn't the same Bischoff from WCW here. Like he's actually playing a character and. You can see that, you know, Bischoff and Austin are getting on. Like, to think years ago they had that really bad relationship with the release, yes. but a lot better here. They've worked on it. They've worked out their issues. And even, I think, around this time, too, that even Flair and Bischoff, you know, squashed a lot of their stuff as well. So Yes. Have you seen the Sprite Challenge that's been going around online and also on TikTok? No, what's that one? Pretty much, uh, people are getting a sort of not seven hundred uh, seven hundred uh, mil bottle, but it's a smaller, sort of like the large ones you can get from like local shops. Oh yeah. And you and a friend, you put the camera in front of you, your phone in front of you, and you record yourself, and you're chugging 
the actual bottle of Sprite. And then afterwards is the with the reaction to how you feel and how your body is. And some people are notoriously just giving out the most sickest and the most disgusting as burps, but holy shit, is it good entertainment. Well, that's the thing about soft drink. Like, if I have too much of a big gulp of, like, a Coke or something, I get, just get bubbles for hours. Like, the whole stomach Same just thing. gets gassed up, and I'm like, what the... This is meant to be re- refreshing, and I'm burping every five seconds, so... No, no, that's very much me on either Friday or Saturday night if the family and I decide to get, um, takeaway. I will treat myself to a cheeky Coke or a Pepsi because I don't really drink the stuff as much as I used to back in the day, which is good for me. But I do. I am letting out burps left, right, and centre, and there is nothing better because I always take it out on my son and I say to him, oh, jeez, why are you burping so loud? And he looks at me and goes, Dad, it was you. I went, no, 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 mate. That was you. You're disgusting. (laughs) Go to your room. Yeah. (laughs) Then he does a burp and I'm like, oi, Come on, use your manners. Jeez, look at this one here, Austin. Just hanging on. Looks like he's struggling. Mm, he's getting the veins about to pop on the forehead. Yeah, when you when you sit down on the toilet, you take a massive shit, and it's like you're straining for a long, long time. You got to hold on to the the toilet rail and try to push it out the ta- the <laughs> towel rack. You start begging. You start begging God. You start begging. You start praying to God. You start praying <laughs> to Allah. You start praying to any other. You know, he, all the Hindu gods, all the all those other people like that, you're like, please get out. Please get out. So Austin goes 1-0 in the first round. Yep. Well, we said we got a greased-up pig catching, sounds like fun, a chili cook-off, a demolition derby, a bull riding contest. Should have had a diaper match or something. A diaper match. <laughs> What's that got to do with uh, rednecks, Tom? I don't, I don't know. Just heard... Mix it up uh, a little bit. A, a diaper. What they? Who, who could put a diaper on the quickest, or put on a diaper and then fight? And the last no, one, they, the... no, 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 no. Okay, they come out we wearing the diaper, and it's the, you have yep. to take the diaper off. That's a bit personal, Tom. Why? Oh, ugh, what the... Hey, go, Lily. I'm just gonna blow you a kiss. Don't mind me, babe. It's okay. It's okay. Right, do you, want, do you want to know some trivia about Lillian Garcia? Yes, please. Always. This was her first WWE pay-per-view appearance as a ring announcer. Nice. Mm. Very nice. Uh, yes. And here's the big bad, a booty daddy. See, I'm disappointed every time I see Scott Steiner. Oh, jeez. Are you going to like, say that to his face? No, like at this time, you know why? Why? No tiger. Yeah, it's WWE, Tom. <laughs> Just two <It's> tigers. A... <laughs> you know, it's WWE. Why not at two tigers? You're in WWE now. Yeah, nah. He, um, yeah, no tiger. He didn't need a tiger. And I also don't like Face Scott Steiner, too. Yeah, same here. Yeah, yeah. I like the one that swears when he shouldn't be, and he swears on the mic and everything. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That's the, my... Uh... Oh, a bit of Kid Rock in the background here, guys. Oh, <laughs> and at this time she was actually dating Test as well. Oh yeah, I can see it. Mm. Yeah. Yep. And crazy looking at this, like you know, we would lose Test in a few years. How old do you think Test was at this time period? Ah, uh, he's going to be in his mid thirties, doesn't he? Twenty-seven. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, I think he passed away at thirty-two or thirty-three. Um. 
Are we going to see Scott Steiner be a cruiserweight here? Because here it is, Tom. Are you ready? <laughs> Come on, Tess. Do it. Yeah. Now, yeah. now watch Scott Steiner. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Yeet. And plunger. Plunger. <laughs> Don't pay suicida. I love how they still could have even changed the camera view again. and they nah, nah, They had to show it. They had to. He's from WCW. Let's let, let let's see him fuck it up. <laughs> it's like it's like his legs didn't want to go. Like his body, his upper body did, but his legs didn't want to jump. <laughs> Don't pay suicide. Oh my god. Oh shit. And Tess sold it well for him. So he felt this light, um, like a fingernail on his back. He went, "Oh shit, I better sell this." <laughs> he heard Scott say, "Andrew, just yeah. come back. Fucking fucking catch me, man. Huh? Oh shit." So what's the, what's happening in this match? What's on the line here? State oh Stacy's uh, no is it managing services? Correct. Yeah. Or as I would say, valet services. Valet services. There we go. If we want to go old school, like we're talking about, like Sister Sherry or um, oh Jesus or Miss Elizabeth. Um, anybody else? I'm really trying to think of old school here. Maybe Medusa, when she, you know, when she retired from wrestling and then became a manager with the Deadly Alliance. So, yeah, a valet. And what's your views on Test? Um, I, he reminds me very much of Christian, where and and the Miz. I hate the Miz's character so much. I just can't stand him when I see him on TV. Back at this time, when any time that Christian. All test was on TV. It pissed me off. I'm like, I don't want to hear these guys talk. I don't want to know. Have, I don't want to know nothing about nothing about these guys. They can. I, I would pretty much. They would come on TV, and I turned the mute. I turned the TV off. Mm-hmm. Could not stand them, and that's why he did his character so well. Because I would imagine behind the scenes, he was a really nice dude. Um, yes, sadly, he had his demons. Um, there's a fella in the back there with a giant Spongebob t-shirt on having a really good time with his camera um, over at Miss um, Stacey Kubler's side there. Yeah, I was just taken away by the big papa poop sign, so... Oh, you're looking at the poop and I'm looking at the sponge bill. Look at this guy. Look, look he's such a douchebag. I love that. With a... Yeah. I'm looking <laughs> right at you, baby. And, well, and I've always he, been a fan of Tess because I like the the Alliance Test. You know, when he turned heel and joined the Alliance in '01, and what he won the tag belts twice actually with Booker T. He was both a what WCW and WWF tag team champion, and remember he won the Immunity Battle Royal. You know, to actually keep his job for a year, and I liked that heel character. It was good. Yeah, he does a fan. He did a fantastic job of being a heel. And that's what made you hate his... Uh, me, personally, hate his guts. Yes, go. Yep. Mm-hmm. Great camera angle there of the um, rear na- naked chair lock... Chin lock. Um, <laughs> rear lock. naked chair lock. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I was about to say cheek lock. Nothing better than a good cheek oh, lock. Jesus, yep. Elbow, elbow to the face. And there's a good... Uh, there's Spongebob guy in the back there. Oh, there he is. What the hell? He's a big boy wearing Spongebob. <laughs> He's still blowing kisses. What are you doing? You don't. What are you doing, big man? Oh, boy! Oh, oh, Jesus! Yeah. Okay, that was almost Big E all over again. Yeah, it was, and I got a bit, got a bit scared. Holy shit! Yep. Yep. Tap that ring. 
Japan hard. And there's also two gentlemen up the front. One is dressed as Tigger and the, from the Winnie the Pooh series, and there is a man dressed as Pooh Bear, also from the Winnie the Pooh series. They're right and, up the and, front. And I was going to say, and they're front row seats. Front row seat, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. We're going to be facing the hard cam. Just remember to bring Winnie the Pooh and our Tigger outfit. Oh, jeez. Sign it just middle finger right there. I would imagine, yeah, he's... And even too, like, oh. I didn't like when, like, when Test went, to, when he returned to ECW, remember how jacked up he was for his last he was run there? Yeah. very baby oiled up, and the spiky hair, and he, yeah, he looked like a genetic freak, but you're like, man, you're really pushing yourself in that gym, aren't you? I mean, it's like, to me, but, but it's it almost like, like, it's almost whoa. like he went shorter, but got wider, like, he was very yes. jacked up, and it's, I remember yes. he had a couple of matches with Lashley, and... I think when he really was released, he actually said he asked for his release. And then he eventually went to TNA and was the Punisher Andrew Martin. And that's right. I think he did some stuff in Italy before he retired until he passed in '09. I think it was. Now, why is that woman up the top there, in the front there, with the green sign? Um, Tess, it's Tess. It's my birthday. Right. What, what do you want Tess to do? Come over there and kick you in the face or something? What's going on there? I have a gift for you, Big Boot. Big Boot in the face. Oh, we got a <laughs> bit of pump handle slam action. <clears throat> like classic test, eh? What, all the Shane McMahon feud and what, Corporation. Oh, okay. Yep. You know, I, I discovered the other day how they got his name. No idea. Do you know how they got it? No. So when they were actually first bringing him in, he was a bodyguard character. And they gave him the name Tess because when they had a few live performances on the show, Ooh. he would walk out and say "test, test, test" into the mic. Yep. Yeah. So there Ooh. you go. Oh no! Oh no! Jesus! One, two. Oh! He slapped his hands though for the big boot. I want to hear a real hit sound. Okay, cornet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the wrestlers these days, you know, back in the old days, they used to have callous fingers and callous hands. Wrestlers in these days are going to have callous thighs. Yep, that's the way of the future. Oh shit! Look out! Got a bit of blue steel chair action, dude. You know that's pretty rough, man. And come on, she fell over, Jr. You have to check her butt. <laughs> she might have a boob. Oh, oh, so good. Look at that. Oh, and he's and he sold it so well. Downward spiral. Fine. Starting with you the downward spiral. Why no, um, but wow, um, no Steiner recliner. That hand's right, yeah, easy. Yep, big and man. Now the skirt stuck it, pull it down. Yep, here we go. Look out, easy. Oh, she's holding her booty. That's, that's okay. How would you now, have ended that match with Steiner winning? What would you be your finish? The Steiner recliner. Oh, the, oh, no, 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 sorry. The um, the Frankensteiner, yeah, that would have been a good pop. I was going to say like an overhead belly to belly suplex, but <laughs> tuck that head a bit better. But yeah. yeah. Now, isn't it true from from in a couple of weeks or maybe in another month's time that Steiner would go heel, and true. Yeah. he and Tess would like team up and become a tag team, and Stacy was pretty much stuck with them. So what would eventually happen is Test and Big Papa Pump had a second matchup, 
yes. and it was if I beat you, not only do I get Stacy back, but you also become under my services. Okay, that's a sense. And... <laughs> hey, I'm all hey, it's Pride Month and that's fantastic. So, you know, bit of bisexual action going on here with, with uh, Andrew Montes. Good man, good man. It's I want my girl back and I want the jacked up dude with the tiger, all right? Yep, sounds hot. Yeah, so he ended up winning them both. And then when they started teaming up as a tag team, then they would be, yeah, verbally abusive to Stacey yeah, remember, before she I left the group. That. Yeah. Like she would make him like, um, I think there was something I vividly remember about their asses. Like she was had to like, um, like put cream on their asses, ass cream or something. I, I, I don't know why that's there in my head. I wish it would leave. But, I was um, actually going to say I was about to Google this, and I really hope I find it. This isn't some fantasy of yours, so I really yeah, hope this. It's happen, not a fantasy. Um... It's not a fantasy. I don't want it. <laughs> I want it to leave my brain quickly. Yeah. I'm going to really quickly see if I can find oh, this for God. your sake. <laughs> this might be the last episode, guys. I think Tom might have to call in and ring the next person in. So I can't see any information about that, but it does gotcha. say that they did treat her like a slave. So maybe that was a task that they did give her. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it says here at Unforgiven, so that would have been in September. So Unforgiven, Tess again defeated Steiner, making him become his manservant. Manservant. Yes. Steiner then attacked Stacy, blaming her for the loss and for him having to take orders from another man. Oh yeah. Tess, Tess then freed Steiner from his obligation, and the pair became a tag team once again. Mm-hmm. As now we're both treated, yeah, killable like a slave. They went on to go for the tag belts, but were unsuccessful. So we have some ladies of the night. Um, some oh trains. Um, and so they're talking about eating pie and I think at this time is when The Rock came out with the it was a few years before that it was about the eating pie and it's um, doing something for the ladies Not and I think actual... side note we've actually played that pie song actually I think on one of these episodes we have we have very one of some of it was I would have to say it's probably one of our oldest episodes too Got a bit of a watch hand going in the background. So Flair, no Flair. What am I saying, Flair? So Bischoff gets to go you're, first. You know, no, no, no. But... You're thinking about Flair going south of the border. I know what you're ah. thinking about. Shivani walking in. Was Flair that on an airplane or something too recently? There was a photo no, last a, year. Or no, no, that was a train. It was a train. Ah, all aboard. Flair um, going uh, south of the border on a, on a person on the on a train. Wheeling, dealing. Love he said on a person. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know who it was. I don't know if it was Fifi the maid. Uh, I don't know who it was. It might have been someone else. But yeah, Mr. Flair was on a train. Hoot hoot. And oh, again, another douchebag I can't stand is Captain Crew. Oh my god. Yeah. Was that the owner I think they got hit? Yeah. Boy. Do you remember what that match was there from Judgment Day? Uh, the winner. No, I don't. Oh, oh. No, who, who, what was it for? So, Austin, one of Austin's very first acts when he became co GM with Bischoff was to reinstate the IC title. Yes, that's right. 
Yeah, because only I think it was about eight months before that you had what Austin, not Austin, um, Triple H defeat Kane, and they merged the two belts. So you only yes. had the World Championship. And when Austin came back, he said, "Yep, we need another belt." And then yes. they had a gauntlet or like a battle royal featuring all former IC champions on Raw. And then Christian got the win, and also marks the day after when he actually cut his hair for the very first time and dropped the whole long hair look. And that's the Christian that we see today, because he never went back to it, did he? No, he didn't. Do you actually see what happened on AEW tonight? Yes, I, I sure did. Yes. Yep. I love it. About time. I'm sick of seeing Captain Charisma, Christian, as a, as a mentor, as a nice guy, hanging out with the Jurassic Express. Come on. Be who you are, Christian. Be that goddamn heel that you are. Embrace the hate. Do it. And they kind of teased it like a couple of weeks ago where there yes. was a match where what Matt Hardy, I think, tried to help Jungle Boy after a match and then Christian kind of rushes in and pushes Matt out of the way and pulls Jungle Boy away and says, come on, we're leaving the ring. And I'm like, yes, they're planting the seed for a potential matchup. And that's well, great. You, um, I think you put something on our, on our Twitter as well, on our broadcast one, of Christian actually hugging Jungle Boy after the match and looking at the camera. Mm. And it's entirely saying... When your mum makes you hug your younger brother after he's done something that you were about to cave his head in or something like that, where you have to be nice to your little brother. And you pretty much um, tagged me in it saying, this this looks all too well, doesn't it, And I went, yes, it does. (laughs) Yes, it does. Now, these guys have had, like, thousands of matches against each other, haven't they? Oh, definitely. Like, a lot of WWE ones. We've actually yes. covered their TNA one, where they fought yes, for the Legends what... Championship. Yeah, back that's in what I was about to say. I was about to say that, because we've seen a few of their um, their TNA times, which has been fantastic. Yeah, I think it was... Um, I think it was Turning Point 08 that we did last year. It's like a... We did a two-parter, and that was one of the main matches, was... And that's interesting because that was actually Christian's last TNA match and that was his send-off because he lost that match to Booker T. He, then he joined the main event Mafia but then they jumped him on Impact and then he actually went back and joined ECW um, back in that time which I think was 2000 and I think it was 8 that he went back yep. there. So, And just watching Booker T, he's one of the most amazing wrestlers I have to say. Mm. Fantastic um, wrestler. But even looking at these two guys, like, you know, when you think of them in their early career, tag team guys, you know, Harlem Heat, ENC, and have gone on to have, like, so many great championship matches. Like, when I think of Christian, I think of Christian Orton. You know, we think we covered their SummerSlam, No Holes Barred last year. Yes. They had a trilogy of matches. You think of Booker T, you know, five-time, you know, world heavyweight champion. and yes. And I had some great IC title runs, hardcore champion, tag team champion. He's yes. what, TNA Legends champ. Like, you think they started as tag teams, but then once they split, they just, you know, rose up anyway and became great stars. Well, they always go back to sort of like the the tag team person that came out. Wow, that was high time right there. Of like, who was the Shawn Michaels and who was the Marty Jannetty? And in a way, sadly, you had sort of Booker T as that Shawn Michaels. Oh, what a... That was fantastic. Jesus, Spinebuster. Um, he was sort of... Booker T is the Shawn Michaels, and sadly, Stevie Ray was like the main genetic. But again, without the crazy sex addiction and the drugs that Marty went through, sadly. But then also, we look at Edge and Christian. At the time, 
um, you had sort of uh, Edge was very much the standout character. Christian was sort of always in the back. But at this time, you know, um, Edge is uh, Edge was very accident prone. Where he Christian, he was very versatile, and you could go to different companies and do some great things. And then you got the Hardy Boys. And people always say, it's like, oh, Jeff Hardy's definitely like the Shawn Michaels. And then you look at how the world is today and you think, is he really? Is he like is he like Shawn Michaels? Uh, he, he is like Shawn Michaels back in 1997, 1998. But no, he's very much turned into the money of that team, sadly. That's my own personal opinion. And I think sadly, and this is just my view, I was actually have been waiting... For this yeah. to happen because so, I actually thought this would have even happened sooner than this happened, and that's sad because yeah, you know, this happened to him just before his release from WWE. I don't know what treatment he did pre AEW debut, but I'm I'm sadly to say I'm not surprised. I really do hope he does get the help. I did see that AEW released a press release today saying that he has been suspended without pay. Um, that isn't can't return until he goes through the proper you know scenarios around getting his health checked and maybe that means like Moxley did you know a couple of months ago get himself checked in yep. take yourself away from it all and he's, yes. he's, you know, he's got a family he isn't a single man he's got kids and he's got a wife and yes yeah it's not good yeah um, it's there they are they're the lads yeah he, he definitely. Because he was offered help, wasn't he, at um at WWE? Was and he said no. He said he didn't have a problem, and that's why he left. And he let he was laid off. And now basically he's just like, oh, is because he had the major problem in TNA. Sadly, we all saw it. You know how high is the uh, the uh, the power bill? And then you show a picture of Jeff Hardy. You know how high are the gas gas prices across the world right now? picture of Jeff Hardy mm. uh, his match against Sting and it's sad um, yeah and like you said it, it, you've got he's got kids to think about but again I've heard things from back in the day how very much he is his very own person that um, that Jeff is you know he, he makes his own music I would imagine he something he takes a lot of substances to help him with his music and with his artwork that he does so he's just and he's got to be what now in his mid 40s maybe younger yeah i would say middle 40s now because he's yeah. been he's been wrestling like you think you know when we're watching it in 2000 he's already a regular like, i remember him getting choke slams by kane back in like 97 so yeah. he's been there for at least 26 years just working with wwe but i remember actually when he was in wwe devon dudley he's a producer now I remember reading something years ago that that was his handler, you know, that okay. Devon was to work with Jeff and he was yep. to help Jeff get to where he needs to go. And I think what people are trying to say in today's modern world is, you know, Uber, Uber your way to where you need to go. And, you know, his most newest thing was, was driving under the influence and was picked up for it. You know, you're Jeff Hardy, you know, you can get driven places. So I don't you're know Jeff what it is around. Hardy. Yeah, like the independence yep. of I can do it. And this happened with one of the Uso brothers too. You know, yes. they have a couple of drinks, thinking they're okay, and the next thing you know, it all comes out, and so it's, yeah, it's a sad one. It is, and but then at the end of the day, it's it's up to them. Mm. They've, well, they've I was about to, to say, 
Yeah, it's a sad one, but no one's telling him to put those drinks in the system. Yes, you know, that's right. You're also a grown man. You know, you're, you're a not, grown ass man. You're not a young fella trying to get your life together. You've got a life now, and you've got to be starting to think for not only yourself and but the repercussions of your kids going to school or going to uni and having people question them. Yes. Um, I, yeah. I saw your dad on, um, you know, on the news last night. You're like, yeah, yeah, he does that. We mm. got the the spinner Rooney. Here we go. Whoa, Look geez, that, got man. some spin. Got some spin. Oh. I'm trying to think what it was when I was watching it where, yeah, Booker spoke about the spinner and I'm trying to think what doctor it was, but he talked about how, yeah, when they weren't getting over, when they were getting booed out of the, the you know, the arenas there when they were competing as the Ebony experience, he yep. did the spinner Rooney one match and it popped the crowd and that became an ongoing thing. But it was some doco. It might have been like a 24 on the network, but... Now, this is an interesting here what Jack Doan does. This is something you really oh. don't see a lot by a referee. Oh, my God, you're right. Yeah, we don't see this at all these days. Well, supposedly I heard back in the day, or not back in the day, I heard it, um, I read something on report. Um, if the wrestlers get counted out, the referee's allowed to count the, ref- the wrestlers out, even though it's not scripted. Oh, Okay. That's something. That's something I read online and went, "What is this crap? Is this true?" Mm. Yeah, it's not UFC, guys. Boo! Yeah, on your Christian. <laughs> this is where I get confused because it's like, hold on, Jack Doan, you're about to count him out to give him the belt. Why don't My you just God. DQ him? Why don't you just DQ him and give him the belt now? I'm not like, looking at or, or do you not have a, that power? There's a there is a blonde in the ring, and there's a uh, there's a, a blonde outside of the ring. And I'm not looking at Christian. So, yeah, she's. Oh, you're talking there. about the one to the left-hand side of the hard cam. Yes, yes, yeah. very much. Going on, yeah, Christian, great match. Yeah, hold that Canadian flag. Those people, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm not Canadian. I'm from New York. I'm from Long Island." Ooh, big daddy, cool diesel. And this really, this really is like the end of an era because this is actually the trilogy matchup between Triple H and Nash tonight. Yes. Oh, look out. Dallin's favourite. Uh, hi, everyone. <laughs> Anyone met my 21-year-old girlfriend? I was going to say, which one? <laughs> oh, I've got plenty of them. They all, they all equal up to 21 when I put them all together in the same room. Oh, oh my God, Jay. Look out. Don't worry, I got someone to pay him all off. <laughs> Johnny Ace, are you there? Johnny Ace. Oh, that's really good, Vince. <laughs> hey, Jerry, I've got this person over here you can meet. Man, we, we're living in an effed up time now. Yeah, well, it was pretty weird thing to wake up to this morning, wasn't it? Oh, man, I'm like, I felt dirty. I was like, mm. oh, yuck. Come on. This is like back in the day when the, the Me Too movement started and uh, the Weinstein the one of the Weinstein uh, brothers got caught out for being a piece of shit and you know being a bit of a, a fiddler and paying off women and paying off families to, to close their mouths and say oh no 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 it's okay if you want to be in this movie you're going to have to do a few things for me mm. and now you know Mr. Vincent Kennedy man having an affair and doing the dirty on Linda, which is, I think we've been seeing that on and off um, 
for such a long time on screen. But, um, yeah, I think he's really shot himself in the foot now. All of them. Well, uh, I saw someone put up a thread today on Twitter, which was like all the times that Vince has supposedly paid someone. Yeah. Or there's been things happening under the table, and it just kept going and going and going. Things I didn't even know of. Like, this is even pre the steroid trial back in the 90s. Yeah. Like, yeah. and even post as well about certain people having accusations and then money going this way and then there's no more talk about it and yeah I would just stun Jerry Lawyer right there <laughs> kick him in the gut stun him pick up his crown and throw it in, out to the uh, out to the crowd so even looking here now this would be almost be like the one year anniversary of Bischoff being there yes yeah, because he came in the middle, I think, of 2002 and the whole what Raw and SmackDown feud with Stephanie McMahon. And... I feel like we're watching a Monday Night Raw. We're do- we've got a um, no wrestling segment here. We've got a uh, talkie-talkie segment. Well, do you know why I was going to say why there's a talkie segment? Because, uh, oh, hang on. Oh, yes. We've got the Goldberg match, don't we? <laughs> Damn right. God damn it. I just want to bring up something too because I just had one of the best moments in my day today, guys. I was able to finish work and I hadn't checked out Dynamite today and I thought I'll I'll sit down and check it out. And I will say... Light it up. (laughs) (laughs) One of the greatest moments occurred. Do you know what the moment was? Sorry, sorry. Sorry, Do you know what happened tonight? You're interrupting me, so shut the fuck up and let me <laughs> let me just talk. <laughs> yep. No, did I you see? Did yeah. you see the ladder match? Is the ladder match? Did you see what happened on on, on the show tonight? No, the only thing I saw was Christian turning heel. T- oh, turning so ah, oh, so you didn't see the greatest moment? It happened just before that. What? The Young Bucks won the tag belt hell. From who? FT FTR. No, from Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Ah. <laughs> couldn't, I, couldn't I give a flying fuck, bro? So, they are they, the greatest tag team alive, Elf. No, the greatest tag team is Charlie Haas and Shannon Benjamin, okay? Don't you start. <laughs> so... They're talking about eating pie, and they're doing the the thing that you do for a lady friend. And is you saying the women are going to come out to the middle of the ring, and they're going to do it in the ring? And Jerry Lawyer gets to watch. I think you know, that's what I'm taking from this from the segment. It's easier. You put it on your shoulders. Is oh, there's see, just saw Homer Simpson there. He does not look impressed. Sorry, I, I, I saw. Good, uh, I saw a sign in the crowds also saying, just eat it. So, Ah, very nice. Nom, nom. What? What are you talking about? I would just love to see a kid go, Dad, I don't see any pies. The women aren't holding any pies. <laughs> you got Dad, he's had about six beers deep in, and he's like, they're not talking about pie, fucking idiot. Talking about pussy, like oh my god! Excuse me, you're watching the. We'll be eating. 
Who's he love, I love the way he sells it though. That's so good. You will be eating. Hit oh, the music. Baby. Oh, here she comes. Come wow. on. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> Oh, no, mate, you don't oh, need to do that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. Let me be. Let, let me be. Let me be. But I want a goddamn <laughs> profit. I want some money made out of this. Oh, some thigh then. Look out. Yeah, 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 no. No! Oh, baby. One of my favourite segments of hers was the one with uh, what it mean, Gene and Bobby. I've Brain. got a bad back. <laughs> <laughs> I love that WrestleMania. That's yeah, that's the, yeah. Because oh no, mate, don't do this again. I've got a bad back because um, I think that was pretty much the last time we would see Bobby the Brain. Oh mm. no, no, you don't need to do the Stacy. You're not Stacy. Oh, Jesus, look at that. Someone clean that rope <laughs> before the next match. Look at the strut. Look at the lips. <laughs> Ah! Oh, oh, oh! Don't do that! Don't do that! What is she doing? <laughs> uh, no! I would have loved to actually brought this up with Eric. You know, the last time we saw him, when he came down here for a show, he's laughing too, which is great. You just say, Eric, I've got a question. Uh, how was young? It? Discuss. Yeah. How was it? <laughs> Is it good? Well, look, here she comes. Do, look at stop it. doing that thing with the finger. <laughs> Come here, Eric. I don't want it. Oh, she's got. Oh, get your hand off my ass. Bit of ass grabbage. She should have just sent it to Austin there for no apparent reason. Like, mm -mm. <laughs> you too. <laughs> you get a lot. Look, there's a father over there with the with a baby. <laughs> okay, son. That man's about to eat the old woman's pie. <laughs> oh no, he's gonna oh, man lovely. up. Come on. It always reminds me of the. Um, there was a couple of memes back in the day, uh, back in the day, a couple of years ago, when the PlayStation Fives became um, very hard to get, and it was always uh, the sort of older woman and the younger guy and uh, sort of getting dressed after the deed has been done. She goes, well, now we've done the deed, let me go get you a PS5. <laughs> and I... Re oh, 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 oh. I will say, yes, I've seen that meme, and yes, yes. I've watched that video. So, Oh, okay. Move on. <laughs> Top that. You're going to make out with a grandma. that. No, I love it. Yeah, yeah you got you kissed her. Oh, <laughs> listen to the fans too. They're just all just kicking the oh, kicking the oh, dick, kicking the dick. Here we I'm go. Do the, take off, Jerry. Do I need to it. take my heels off. Do I'm some suck it first. Come on. Here she goes. Let me get a run up first. Oh, holy shit! Look at the fans. Oh, please don't do the crutch shop. Break it down. Dun 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 dun. Now, supposedly, I heard <clears throat> on the Bruce Pritchard show, 
she had something stuffed in the front of her uh, undergarment there. I have heard that, yes. And do you hear what it was? No, but I remember there was something, but you tell us what it was. Tuna fish. Uh, I'm out. And sardines. Oh, man, come on. She, yep, so it it smelled... Yeah, it was uh, yeah, an extra fishiness for her. For old Mr. Bischoff there. He's probably licking the lips gone. Wait a minute. Well, the tuna born eight. <laughs> tuna born Come on, Steve. Look at him about to laugh, too. No, no, no. Oh. I know. I've had Bischoff. Now I want a bit of Stone Cold Steve Austin. I love how he's saying, he's saying, hold on, honey, hold on. <laughs> oh, my God. He's got the flavor saver. He's got the beard. There's a reason why we all have beards, guys. Oh, my God. No, no. <clears throat> Austin. See, even the fans are confused. Like, is that a heel, heel turn? Go, Austin. You son of a bitch. Was... <laughs> <laughs> you little bastard. You little bastard. What? And get this right, you know, she's quite an old lady, but she took a better stunner than Vince McMahon. She took a better stunner than goddamn Linda. <laughs> and Trump. And tr Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Trump went backwards. He turned the other way. Yeah, he did not. He was afraid of his hair. Yeah. Yeah, look at what he's doing there. He's covering. You want a beer? Wash your that's mouth a, that, out, that's a pretty good. That's me. a that's a pretty good stitch up, though, for them to do that. Give me beer. I need to wash my mouth out. Now give it. <laughs> and the middle finger <laughs> get your own goddamn beer the referee's coming out now he's got a couple of wipes as well for the rope yep yeah can we get some um... yeah we need that Ooh, when I just sore out there in the ring I can't wait to go out there Take a sniff of the ropes. It's pretty cool there because he's actually looking at the at the mirror, and that's what he would eventually do when the unmasking happened. Oh, here we go. We got is that um Renee Dupree, or is that the other Sonia Gruyere? It was Renee Dupree. What's the other guy's yeah. name, Al? Um, <laughs> I, I see over there, Grandier. One more time. Selvin Grenier. Okay, I'll I'll give it to you. You can uh, have that you, one. Fuck, fuck you, a baguette. He simply also became Sevlan on SmackDown, like a few uh, years later. Sevlan. Yeah. Yeah. We have uh, the coach, the coachman, right here. And I also we... think too, they're like twenty-one years old at this time. I know this is ridiculous. These mm. young, these young fellas here, and they went. They were uh, French Canadian, I think they were. And they uh, did they come from the dungeon as well? I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah, I know that Dupree still wrestles now. He actually has his yeah. own podcast as well. Awesome. Yeah, it's called Cafe Dupree. I've actually spoke to him on a DM. I think like a few months ago when he, I think he started following our show after I followed him. Excuse he's me. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he's a good fella. God damn. Another person that follows us. Mm. Fantastic. Who's the greatest president? George Chirac. 
There's the awkwardness there. Who? Who the? F- <laughs> and, the and the Texas guy's like, who? Who the <laughs> fuck is that guy? I named it. And Jay, I call him jackasses. If you're not like being here, then fucking leaves. Here no, he's, go, getting, he's, get, he's getting wild. He's getting patriotic right there. If you ain't happy here, goddamn leave. He's getting Sick fucking blue shit. here, Jay. Oh, Jesus. And, uh, tell us what you really think. <laughs> and another thing, they're not French fries. They're freedom fries. Fuck you. <laughs> and you think I'm making that up, but that's what was actually happening at that time. Because France did not want to get involved with the Iraq war that was going on, especially what happened after 9-11. So the, some American um, people out there and also companies stopped serving French fries and started serving freedom fries. Good Lord. I've never actually I, heard that. Uh-huh. Crazy. I, I remember it vividly, and I'm like, yep, this that's America for you, baby. Freedom fries. Fuck you, French. Mr. Robert Van Dam, the man who is still going today. Yeah, he was over there in Japan, I think, what, last weekend wrestling? He was. That was mm. unbelievable. Still dropping those split-legged moonsaults? God damn it, I don't know how he does it. It's fantastic. So I'm just looking here, like, what, La Resistance only debuted in April. And they're already yes. getting a World Tag Team Championship match, what, some three months, what, nearly two months, actually, after their debut. Yeah, didn't they debut after WrestleMania, I think? I think I remember them making, like, an appearance. So but, I yeah. think it may have been, it was April 26, 2003, oh. they interrupted Scott Steiner. Yeah, <laughs> what would yeah. you want to do that for? It says here, no, 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 Steiner, no, no, no. Steiner had made remarks two weeks earlier comparing France to hell... Yep. And La Resistance were offended. They yes. went on to feud with Steiner and Test, who was forced to be Steiner's tag team partner. Mm-hmm. La Resistance went on to defeat them at Judgment Day and then move on to this title match here. That's pretty quick then. They're just right into the title picture. Yep. Well, again, yeah. Well, well who were the sort of tag team people at this time? Because, you know, WWE does not like tag team wrestling. Mm. Not like the other companies. Well, it says here they won the tag team title opportunity as Sevlan defeated RVD in a flag match on the 26th of May 20, 2003 to earn this championship opportunity. Now, why is there friction between Kane and RVD at this time? What's going on? Did, well, he, this did is... RVD smoke the last dude that was owed to Kane? Well, I think because he's been smoking and Kane doesn't like fire, so he hates seeing the lighters all the time. You're a fucking idiot. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, bro, I, I can't... Oh, my God, you're going to be fucking angry if you do. Oh, shit. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard you say. Kane doesn't like RVD because of the lighters he uses to smoke at his dupes. <sighs> Look at that fucking French dance. I'll say, when you say it back, it's fucking stupid. It's but... so fucking... But you could be onto something. It's a oh, storyline. It's something that could happen. Oh, shit, man. Oh, hey, man. So I... Don't, yeah. oh. <laughs> don't so, you be lighting that. Don't you be... I'm, I'm, I don't like flames, okay? Oh, Can you man. wait for me to please leave the car before you line up a fatty with this pimp daddy? Please. Oh man. 
So man, it seems to be there has just stupid. been there had, there's just been issues in matches where they were accidentally costing each other the match. Ah, gotcha. Um, and it did say after this was Triple H offered Kane a spot in Evolution. Uh, mm. Raw GM Stone Cold offered Kane the opportunity to face Triple H for the World Heavyweight Title if he rejected Triple H's offer. Mm. However, co-GM Eric Bischoff insisted that if Kane lost the match, he would unmask. Yes. Mm. And that occurred on June 23rd. So looking at the date here, this is June 15th. So really not the next night's Raw, the following week, the unmasking of Kane took place. That's right. And looking at my notes here, it says it was the final WWE pay-per-view where Kane wore a mask Mm -hmm. until the match in the 2012 Royal Rumble. 2012. Mm. Good God. So he was unmasked for nine years. Nine years he went without the... uh the patented uh, cane mask, which I've seen a lot of people in the crowd tonight, especially a lot of kids, actually wear, oh God, wearing the um, the cane mask. The original one or that variation? That variation of this cane here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember he returned with that look when he took on the Un-Americans. Um, why is, it wet? Why is the, the, the match, uh, sorry, the, uh, that part of the ring so wet? What happened? Why is it young wet? roll over? The, the May Young rollover or something, or did something happen? No, it's it, the it was um RVD's lighter. It just spilled RVD's li- li- lighter fuel. <laughs> RVD's lighter fluid that that scared Kane. Jesus Christ! I just oh, mother. F- <sighs> We're actually recording with our videos off, guys, on Skype, and I can yeah. just actually imagine what he looks like. They're looking pissed off. So I, I, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> That's worse. I know, I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed. Yeah, I believe it, it might have been from Kane, because when Kane came down to the ring, he was, um, he's quite wet. He's got the wet hair thing going on. Here we go, big red machine in. The man I just realised too, they're, they're standing on the wrong corners. Yeah, they're, um, I was about to say at the beginning of the show, we are, the hard cam is on the different side tonight. It feels like we're watching a, um, uh, back in the day, a, um, in your house. Hmm. Because that's how the, the... Watch out. Oh, jeez. Look out, ref. And I just interrupted you. I think you were saying about Kane being in lots of episodes. Well, yeah. This is... Uh, I've, I've, again, we've lost count of how many times that uh, the Big Red Machine has been in uh, on our show. And this is must be... Uh, yeah, again, several times that he's been on here. Oh! I just thought of something really stupid. And I'm like, do I say it or do I not Go say for it. it. Go for it. <clears throat> That's what the K means in two B T B K means Kane. I thought it was cast because you can't fucking spell. No, well, I meant Kane because he's been in a lot of matches on the show. Oh, so, so it's um, T B K. So the Kane, the Kane bro. <laughs> well, no, the T stands for Triple H because he's been in lots of shows. Piss and the case. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to the Triple H Kane bro. <laughs> No, no, it's we've... Triple H Brocane. Tri... <laughs> Triple H Brocane. All right, that's the name of our show now, guys. Thanks very much for listening. I'm trying oh, to think God. who that... starts with. I'm thinking who starts with a B that we've had a lot of, and I think we've had Bischoff. Bossman. We could a Bossman or Bischoff, but Bo- a Bossman Bischoff. <laughs> yeah, Big Show. Triple H Big Show Kane. Well, here oh, we go. Here. Teamwork. Um, 
What the? Did, didn't need Kane help. <laughs> he did not did, need him at all then. Did not need Kane. All Kane was doing was holding his ass. Did not need... Oh, hey, come on. Oi, Jesus. Poke in the eye, and then... Yeah, there we go. That kid can act. He did really well there, taking that uh, drop kick and then falling onto his Ooh, side. That could have been an injury there. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, everyone get together. Everyone get together quick. Come together. <laughs> Someone's jumping up. Don't rough to suicide. Oh, fuck. Okay. Oh, just take out your own partner. Yep. He hit, the, he hit the light too. He did. Poor Farouk style. Oh, what? What the hell? <laughs> oh, my God. It looks like he died. Like a ring burn. Yeah, on the face. Oh, my God. Holy oh, shit. He's yeah, followed up. Okay. Hang on. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. One, two. Oh, Oh damn! New tag teams. Shit. We are now owning the French fries. We are now become new tag team champions. Or as Jericho would say, the Le Champions. We are Le Champions. We run away. Ha ha! We got your fucking gold. Suck a dick, everyone. <laughs> that would be great if they just grabbed the mic and just started telling everyone where to go. We are French. Fuck you. So he was going for a double choke slam. Yeah. Takes out Kane. Oh, shit, he did hit that light hard. He did. He hit the, he they hear that noise. Jesus. He hit his knee. <clears throat> That's a pretty wicked finisher, that is. Yeah. Something from the old 80s, uh, like um, Typhoon and um, Avalanche. And, uh, no, Earthquake would have used back in the day. It's like a modified flapjack. Yes. And yes. I think Rob Conway would eventually actually come with this team pretty soon. Yes, he would. He the, uh, the diverter, the man who left the United States and teamed up with the Frenchies. Oh, here we go! Oh, come on, yes, some WCW action here, guys. Yep. This wasn't Goldberg's really good run at this time, was it? He was struggling quite a bit. Yeah. Well, you think he's been in the company for what three Someone months? Someone just closes the door. He uh, what is it? Took on The Rock in his first WWE match at. Backlash in April. Didn't like Jesus. when they did this to Lance. Yeah, just a lackey. Yeah, but yeah, it just uh, again, it, it's giving you some um, TV time. Just watch him get smashed here, though. Watch this, Jesus, yeah. mate. Far out. Boom. Mm. That was probably thirty seconds. Yeah, Lance Storm. Is your name is Storm? I would say it was cool that they did use Storm for Jericho because of the whole, you know, smoke him out in wrestling, yeah. and that's a good little link there. Who were they? The the uh, Impact? <clears throat> no, Impact. I think it was wasn't it the Thrill Seekers or something? Thrill like that? Seekers, thank you. Yeah, that's it. I was thinking the Impact players, and that's a different tag team altogether. Yeah, Credible and Storm. That's it. Yep. Yeah, um, Jericho has spent a bit of truth here. But they don't even actually show in this feud the matchup when they actually faced off in WCW. No. No, no, no. You know why? Because people were cheering for Jericho. Mm. People were booing Goldberg at that time. They actually were actually wanting Jericho to... Jericho to get the win. But, you know, Goldberg and his streak and all. Because I think it was around 98, because I think Jericho was the TV champion when Goldberg yes. was the world champ, and he challenged him to that pay-per-view, and he took on... It wasn't Gilberg, but it was like a fake Goldberg. 
that he think yes. he took on. Yeah. Your ass is on. What's it on? On a chair. <laughs> yeah, he just loves talking ass talk, don't you, um, Billy Gold? I love Bird. how Jericho could have just walked away, but not. I got to come back and stir him. <laughs> yeah, going to stir, stir, stir. Yeah, I love the. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, we got a bit, bit of bear mace in the eyeballs there. Jesus. Blinded by the mace. Run, bitch, run. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, here we go. Captain Charisma. Oh, oh my. The Barracuda. Oh, I remember this. Here we go. Jesus. Oh. Far out. He almost split him in half. Just poor referee. Jesus. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's your name? Uh, Charles? Here's Charlie? your leg. Here's your arm. I'll put it on top of you. You take him with you, and uh, if there's a bill, you send it to me, okay? Because my name is Bill Goldberg. There's one thing I can tell you, Terry. I love your hair. I can't <laughs> wait to put on a wig. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. I'm out of here. He's just smiling about it. Did he give him a... Probably gave him a rager, that right there, I would imagine. So that's Stephen Richards there and Rosie yes. getting smashed. Jamal. Yep. Goldberg gets hit by a chair and he gives him a bit of a chub-up, I would imagine. <laughs> gives him a bit of a chub-up. Yep. Brick, it makes him brick up pretty hard. You know? That's why they had to film <laughs> him. Up. They had to film his head because they didn't want to show his um, his penis because he was wearing um, his uh, his wrestling trunks. And I would oh, imagine there's, there's nothing worse than getting an erection when you're wearing wrestling trunks. I've heard. <laughs> I was going to say Alan. Uh, no. I, I mean, all right, this is quite embarrassing, but I'm going to share it anyway. I remember in high school that happening to me, but I was wearing um, basketball shorts. And then playing basketball with, uh, with a couple of friends. And uh, for some reason, um, yeah, my, my appendage went, hello, what's going on, fellas? You know, with this one good eye, and for no reason, I don't know why it was doing that. And then a couple of the girls that were in my class had noticed it and actually shouted out, "Do you have an erection, Alan?" And I went, "Yes, yes, I do." Then I, I, I then adjusted and put it under my waistband and continued to play the game of basketball. We lost. <laughs> we lost, but it was a really good game. And uh, I, I remember I, I could have been embarrassed about, you know, just a, a random appendage boner, but it just it just happened, and I owned it, and I just took it on, you know, and then just yeah, you know, and just moved on. Well, good on you for you know putting your chest out there and saying don't shame me. So, but it it was remembered through high school though. Ah, yeah, I had a couple of the girls always come up to me, Goldberg, say to me, Mister Goldberg, it's time to wrestle. This guy's like, is there like one security? I'm trying to think, why am I thinking about this? But what caused it, El? What was the... <laughs> No, nothing. That's the one thing is when, look, Goldberg just left his team behind. Oh like, did, did you get a three-pointer? Did you get a two-pointer? Like, what made you... Uh, you know what it was? Because I was in my teens. You know, back uh... in the day, you just get the ones that are no for, for no apparent reason. No, I used to, I used to um, punch mine, so... Like, this is a sin. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Jesus says no. 
<laughs> and then when it when it didn't listen, you just grab it and you just snap it. You just little snap, and then it will yeah. go away. So no, you would um get your um oh, what are those things called? Yeah, uh, uh, protractor. And uh, it, <laughs> you would you stab yourself in the dick when you're in class. This is a fucking sin. <laughs> yeah, this is against God's will. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, just stabbing yourself with the pointy with the projector, the protractor. This is disgusting. What would mother say? Oh shit. <laughs> no, I'm a good boy. I'm going to heaven. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> no, no. The reason why I, I think there is, it was just a random. Like I said, it, 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 there was nothing that got me excited. Um, it was just, uh, you know, hello. Hey, what's we going on there, boys? With me one good eye. Get that out of your mouth, Goldberg. What the hell is that? Was it gum or was? Uh, Goldberg's got a um, bruise on his. Um, on his neck there. What the hell? What is that? It's not like a mouth guard, but it is a piece yeah. of gum. Yeah, no. Yeah. And they've got the referee here, Charles Robinson, back from, um, uh, you know, back from the dead, even though we saw him a couple, oh my fucking God. Yep. <laughs> Guys, you know, oh, hey, hey. Yeah, just, <laughs> um, oh. my, his arm was nearly caught. What is this? Is this a shoot now? What the hell? Yeah, wait yeah, a this is very much a shoot. Erica's uh, trying okay. to trying to check if Charles Robinson's going in the direction. Um, let me say it. Is it a sin? I'm going to see how long this one actually goes for. I'm going to say 11 minutes, just to be give it Ew, give it a, a, a chance. Too long. Too long. Too long. <gasps> Sound like Ronaldo there. Shoot. Let's have a look. So this matchup goes for a total of Jesus ten ten minutes fifty three. Too long, too long. Should we go for three minutes only? Three minutes. The, sh- the shortest match on the card was the uh, heat match, which was Ivory defeats Molly Holly in three minutes and eighteen seconds. Molly Holly and Ivory didn't get to go on pay per view, but Bill Goldberg did. Mm-hmm. There is no justice in the world. Yeah, can't put Goldberg on heat. Don't put Goldberg on pay-per-view at all. Fuck him. No. I think I know where your Goldberg hate started, I reckon. All right, tell me. Kevin Owens. Yep, one many times. Yeah, Mm. yeah, definitely. The Kevin Owens match at Fastlane 2017, I think, was your breaker. Yeah, that, and same with The Rock as well, too. I mean, I like The Rock, but, uh, I mean, Dwayne Johnson, the actor, but but The Rock, again, was with... um, with Goldberg. Oh, sorry, not with Goldberg. Sorry, with CM Punk. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, okay. I think you also weren't a big fan after the Bret Hart injury, too, from Starcade. No, he he, he <coughs> took Bret Hart away from us. Hmm. He took Bret Hart out of the ring. He kicked him in the head. He said in, in, his, in Bret Hart's book, he said, please don't hurt me. And Arn Anderson always says in every um, show that he talks about, is if you're going to get in the ring with somebody, you look after each other. Make sure you can take them take them home to their family. Oh my freaking God. Jesus. Yep. It's probably good that Jericho moved because he would have been like sliced in two. 
But I think as you're saying there, like what Arne was saying to him, it's almost like Goldberg was thinking, to make it look real, I actually have to hurt you to make it look real. Like, people won't believe me if I don't hit you hard. Yeah, fuck that, don't. It doesn't have to look real, man. Yes, it's a contact sport. Yes, that's what we, you know, the people out there, oh, I want to see real, I want to see blood, I want to see bones. But there's there's no need for it. Mm. Charles it Robinson's makes me laugh. Person, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, no, you talk about Robinson's haircut. No, no, he's had some extra tannage since the last match yeah, we no. saw him in. Yeah, and in the hospital ward with his arm being reattached, he got a tan. He got, yeah, hell yeah, he went in that scanning machine and got a nice little crisp in the side. God, he is very bronze. Look at him. Yeah, let's see when Flair comes out tonight. <clears> let's <throat> see if they went out um, bronzing together. No, I was going to say, like, you yeah, know, the roughness of Goldberg, and to think one of his oh mentors God, and close associates was Hogan, who's known yes. to not sell. Like, yeah. you've got one that oversells, like with Goldberg oh. being too rough, and then someone like Hogan, who was more likely not going to sell for people. See that sign? No, Goldberg. I didn't say it. No, Goldberg, I, please no, go away. No, no, you did see it. God take it away. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, security, please take that sign away. No, it's excuse me, Tigger. Can you go and grab that sign, please? Excuse me, Tigger. I thought you said something else there. You better watch yourselves. It clearly was a T. Uh-huh. I heard something <laughs> different, goddammit. I didn't. <laughs> Cancelled. Broadcast. <laughs> Triple H, Big Show, uh, Kane, podcast cancelled. <laughs> oh, shit. Yep, we've been cancelled, guys. Thanks for listening. Goldberg bleeding, eh? Pussy. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, my dude. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! You're calling him a pussy for bleeding? Yeah, man. Don't Come on, hand the, yeah, hand the fuck up, Bory. What he tackles a friggin' guardrail? You're like pussy. You're bleeding. Real men yeah. don't bleed after hitting guardrails. No, they don't. We get they erections. Get the, we get erections and walk it off. Play basketball. <laughs> so we get it. Get our protractors and blame God. You know, oh, this is shit. a sin. <laughs> we are in, in, an hour and 18 into this show, guys. I hope everyone's enjoying. Jeez, I'll tell you what. Oh, Armbar's hate down. Now snap it off. And then bonk him on the head with it. Has he got blood in his hair too, Jericho? I think it's Goldberg's blood. Yeah, possibly. Oh, it could be when they fell out of the ring together. Oh, oh look, a bit of wrestling. Oh, look at this, L. Kick him oh. right in the skull tattoo right there. That would hurt, getting that tattoo on the uh, on the arm there. Well, the what arm, did, what yeah. did you actually think of, like, Goldberg's one year? You know, the 03 to 04. What do you think of his year? Didn't like it. Didn't like mm. it. Oh, my fucking God. God. What the hell? Was that, like, a high knee? Yeah, Triple H high what knee. What the hell? But I think he broke Jericho's nose in that process there. It's like he didn't yeah. tell him what he was about to do. Goldberg never does. Oh, oh yeah, he's, hey, that's right. He's uh, selling the shot. He's really getting hot. Wow. Um, yeah, I didn't like this time with uh, Goldberg. Mm. Oh, Goldberg with a um. Oh, oh that that that's that uh, kick. Mm-hmm. Maybe don't do that one. fella down there doing a Hulk Hogan pose. Very nice. Well, you would think, too, like within the next two months he had his first loss. Yes. 
like to go oh, nice. 120 plus, you know, undefeated, and then eventually lose to Nash at Starcade, and then get back into the 80s before what WCW died. He really came in and was undefeated for April, May, June, July, mm. and then he lost in the Elimination Chamber at SummerSlam that year. Yeah, that, when Goldberg went away, and then he started sort of feuding with Brock Lesnar. Mm. That's what we wanted. That. At, Fuck me. Okay. What the hell, bruh? You can see why this card got criticised, especially this yeah. match. Yeah. yeah, big time. Yeah, when Goldberg came back and you know, he had his stuff with um, Lesnar, and it was like those two together, it was like a big fight feel because they they had quick matches. Mm. They had matches that were very much like UFC style. Or boxing style, like, you know, you wait for the main event and you think, okay, this is going to be a great match, and next minute it's over in three seconds, and you're like, hang on, what? No, mm. it can't be over. And that was fun because that's the Goldberg I remember. That he, yeah. he did. Oh, geez, that was on his face. I think he did that on purpose too. Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, what was it? I think you're referring to what the Survivor Series where it was like 28 seconds or something with the, the two spears and the two jackhammers and then that's, beat him clean. Yeah. That's all we need. We don't need mm. an 11-minute match. We don't need a, you know, 23-minute uh, three, yeah, match with Triple H and stuff like that. We just needed him to come in, kick ass, take names, leave. Because I think oh, his match, oh, oh. The, when he when he made it, well, when he oh, made oh. it, okay, <gasps> <laughs> when he main evented against Brock at WrestleMania for the Universal title, I think that was like six minutes, I think, that they had. And that was like spear, spear through the guardrail, spear outside, spear, jackhammer, F5 counter, F5 jackhammer, F5, one, two, three. Like that's all it was, was just hit, hit, hit. And he's also spoken about too, is when he, at this time in his career, he wasn't happy. Yeah. He didn't like where the, um, the company was doing with his character. Mm. And then he left came back and won the title, you know, feuded, feuded with Brock Lesnar, which was great. And then they just had their on-again, off-again matches they had, which it was like watching, you know, King Kong and Godzilla rip each other apart. And it was very quick. And that's all you need mm. when those two wrestle. When those two big monsters wrestle. Oh, it's about to go up. Put him up. Put him up. We always need Bobby to the brain doing this. Because he would always do a great job. Oh my god! Listen to the crowd; they are cheering mm. Jericho. And that's the thing too. Like one of the, like I've always been a Goldberg fan. The one thing I didn't like was the whole Goldberg fiend. That's the one thing I didn't. I did did not want him to win the belt. And even when they did Roman Goldberg and Strowman Goldberg and even Drew Goldberg from that Royal Rumble, I was not a fan. I'm like, please do not give him the belt. Please don't do it. Yeah, you knew it was going to happen though. Mm. Yeah, it was going to happen. Well, he nearly killed the fiend. Like that, he did one of the worst jackhammers I've ever seen. It was almost like a side suplex, nearly dropped Bray on his neck, and it's like, oh my god. Um, and then I we think... and we have talked about it too, haven't we? The Taker Goldberg, we should do one day. He nearly he nearly killed the Undertaker. Mm. He nearly took the Undertaker away from us. He took the Bret Hart away from us, but he nearly took the Dead Man away from us, and that was very upsetting and it was very scary at that time. It's because he headbutted the door a little too hard. Jesus, that was a good one. That was a good spear. 
I actually remember watching that Taker Goldberg, the actual live one, the one that hasn't been edited. And yes, it's one of the saddest here. things to watch, too. It's such a cluster. Like, Taker, Kane, HBK, and Hunter, that was a cluster in Saudi yes. Arabia. And then Goldberg, Taker, and it's like, what is this, man? Come on, this is enough. One, two, three, and this is enough. Thank goodness. Thank you. Okay, Alan Harrison, uh, what's your five-star rating for this match, please? Uh, I'm, giving, I'm giving Jericho you know, a three, and Goldberg, um, I'll just give him a one because he rocked up. <laughs> that was very generous of you. Yeah, well, I'm being nice. I'm just glad the match is over. Well, to, well, to think, though, if, if WCW Great American Bash, we would have had Goldberg anyway. So we could have had Goldberg twice in this poll. So. Oh, what's going on here? Oh, 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 oh. That's Tigger. Oh, Look at him. Oh, what are you doing? Kiss me. Kiss me, Daddy. Kiss me, Tigger. <laughs> Just lifts him up by his collar, kisses him, puts him back down. Do you guys want to see something crazy? <laughs> He's so tan, Giles Robinson. Look at him there in the corner. I know. It's very... Can, you, can we go back into um, Goldberg having a chat with Tigger and Pooh Bear and the other guys? But that's almost going to give you heat because, like, you're not going to fan. Like, you just don't acknowledge it. Just keep walking. You don't. You move on. Yeah. I think at this time, this is what... Oh, wow. We got some pigs. Oh, so this is not the Godwins, is it? Or what have we got here? Don't be messing with a country boy, country boy, country boy. Ready for Henry Godwin and the uh, hillbilly Jim. Look at those, look at those cute littles. I'm not talking about Terry. Is that leather, is that, fa- not- that leather, leather face chainsaw still there? Yeah, big time, man. I think it's fucking scary. So what's on the board? I can't see what else is there. Is that a barbecue? Is it say bake off or something? Chili yeah. cook off. Um, is it something with? Well, let's f- focus up on the camera, and then someone grab it just in time. We got a tobacco spin, and we got a sing off. What's that one? Lawn gnome stealing? What the fuck? Yeah, when you go out in the middle of someone's yard, and you take all their lawn mo- uh, lawn gnomes, and then you take it with you. Yeah, monster truck. I do rally. like. I do like seeing Monster Truck. There's a nice throwback there to Hogan Giant. Looks like a bit cold. Looks cold in there. You need a jacket. No, no, no. You need a jacket. Because <laughs> what you're showing is a sin. You need a jacket. <laughs> no, I was going to say, it's causing me to do... Oh, punch, punch, punch. Got rid of it. I feel better now. I feel better now. <laughs> I won't go to hell. I love the Austin count. poster in the background, the Austin smiling poster. And then we've got the Bischoff one right next to it. Yeah. Oh, here we go. This is a pretty good matchup. Yes. Yeah, the, the one night in Greenville, this match right here, hmm. where pretty much Triple H pulled the, the rug under Austin and said basically, well, you um, you lay down, and you have to take on the world champion. You lay down, and I'll take you on. And these, and they had a fantastic match too. Mm. Yeah. 
so good it was. Look at that. Even Nick Patrick referee. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, it's so weird seeing these two. Like I I always think of the Mania match. I always forget yes. about this one. But yeah, the Mania one was the one that stole the show with the whole... Um, what's that statement he said to him at the end? Uh, I love you. Mm. Thank you, and I love you. And he kicks him in the face. And I remember we were watching it. Uh, we're at the cinema with a couple of friends, you and I. And then we all looked at each other and went, that's the last time we're going to see Flair wrestling in the WWE. Mm, that's right. And he didn't wrestle after that. I mean, he didn't wrestle in the WWE. He went over to TNA and did his thing. Yeah, I think he fought Hogan. No, not Hogan. Um, I think Foley, I think he fought. Lethal, AJ. Look at that. Dirtiest player in the game. Yeah, baby. Look at the old school. Old school flair. The old mm. school TV. And we've covered quite a lot of that. What, the old 90s, 9090, Capital Combat, mm-hmm. 92, Ric Flair, HBK, WrestleMania 10 against Scott Hall. And... Yes, we did. It was a personal uh, favourite of mine, the Scott mm. Hall tribute show. Was that Jake Roberts there in Flair? Yes, mm. yes. It was Pee Wee there, the referee. That's cool. Yes. Oh, the ladies. Oh, we got a woman. Mm. Flair. Wannabe. Oh, wow. The girls. Yep. It's very true, JR. Very true. They are both in times with generations. Hmm. We got the seventies and the eighties and the nineties. Oh, that punch! He sold that so well too. Yeah, it's like he legit snapped him in the jaw. Hmm. Yeah, top ten anime betrayals right there. That's for so how long you do you? Uh, how long do you think they give this one? Oh, okay. So Shawn Michaels and a Ric Flair match. I'm going to say we're going for about twenty odd minutes. We go for 14. Oh, nice. Not bad. Mm. No, not mad at all. And I think you won't be surprised. The longest match on the card features Triple H. Of course it does. <laughs> of course it does. It's the main... Yeah, that's the main event, isn't it? Yeah, it's coming up actually after the the final round of the Redneck Triathlon. We've got the Hell in the Cell main event. So this is the co-main event, isn't it? Yep. Very nice. So we're at the one hour, 31 minute mark. We've got about an hour left to go, guys. Thank you for checking out this episode for Wrestling Companion 80. Earl Hemner is the referee in the match tonight. And I noticed too recently, Are you? do you follow his son, Brian Hebner? Sure do. On Twitter? Sure I do. think he announced on his, he's got a podcast, I think, called Raffing It or something like that. But yes, I think he announced he's actually uh, retiring from wrestling. He is, oh, from yep. a, yeah, refereeing. I mean, for wrestling. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. So he's going to be sort of taking the the road that uh, Mike Kyoto did, and Kyoto mm. uh, is on ad free shows. And actually, I have never listened to any of his shows, but I met I, I heard some fantastic stuff that he actually he doesn't bury the lead. He actually tells how he feels about his time in um, WWF and WWE and what happened to him and why he left and 
some of the people that he worked with and some of the people he didn't like working with. So, well, you know, RJ, he used to do Ringside Rand. He's actually yes. the co-host of that show with Brian. Yes, Hepner. he. Yeah. Yes, he is. Yep. <clears throat> If you hear it is here, so it's called Reffing It Up with Brian Hepner, guys. If you check it out on Twitter at Reffing It Up, that's R-E-F-I-N-I-T-U-P. Um, we've been following it for quite some time, and they follow us back, which is really cool. Yep. And just a sexy boy. I was wondering if Earl Hepner got really barred up there. He was like, what are you doing? <laughs> He's like, I'm just stretching, Earl. I'm just stretching. I remember that That's clip. Right. You've ever seen that one where HBK got stuck on the stage when he when his attire got yeah, got caught on the ramp, and he's like, I actually can't. He did went to do the bow and then couldn't get back up. Look at these two; they're smiling at each other. I think they both had a tan re- recently. Yeah. Look at yeah, HBK. Yeah, yeah. Um, it'll happen. No, no, no. He's like, I'm not, I don't do that life. <laughs> I'm selling shirts, so I'm selling the shirts with your bro at the back in my van. <laughs> yeah, you sell them. Was it Rick Boy? Rick, Rick Boy, Nature Flair, and uh, yeah, Richard. You know, you got uh, Richard Flair and, and uh, Sean Michaels shirts, but they're actually, you know, Michaels Flair. <laughs> Michaels Flair, Ooh. the Hot Boy Ooh. Kid, the Hot Boy Kid, Ooh. Triple M, Tri- Triple M, <laughs> Stone Ice Steve Austin, Stone Ice Steve Austin. Eric Bischoff. Kevin Nish. <laughs> Kevin Nish. <laughs> that sounds very New Zealand. What's your name? Oh, I'm Kevin Nish. Kevin, Team, sorry. <laughs> we got the Diddleys. Uh, we got the Diddley. That, that sounds wrong. Lara Corrins. Lara's Kids Cons. Lara Oh, Oh, that's another slap. Look at this. One foot, one foot. Oh, he's about... No, it doesn't go down yet. No. <clears throat> Kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing, going down on you on the train. Ric Flair. <laughs> Choo-choo. I was going to see what SmackDown game was out at this time because I actually think I did this match in one of the old Here Comes the Pain games because I remember that was Shawn Michaels' attire. Yes, the uh, and I think when Flair, the, the robe he was wearing was actually, I think, in the 2000... Maybe three or four game. Oh. So I've pulled it up here. So WWE SmackDown, Here Comes the Pain, came out in October of 2003. Okay. So we would have been playing Shut Your Mouth, which was the one before. Yeah. Always very interesting. Here Comes the Pain, Shut Your Mouth. It's going in raw in the war zone. Very sexual. Very (laughs) sexual, Peter. You know the sad thing is, though? Yeah, we bought old them all, Vin- didn't we? No, old Vince McMahon approved that name. Yeah, old Vince McMahon <laughs> approved that. Vince McMahon, we're going in raw in the war zone. Shut your mouth. Here comes the pain. 2K23. <laughs> I was going to say, here comes a pain and a check. And a check. Now shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, shit. Yep. Bloody hell, Vince. Come on, man. Yep, I know, man. I woke HBK up today is a going, wannabe. I woke up today going, fuck you, Vince. Come on. Yeah, pretty much, man. I'm the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What and was I the HBK sh- saying? What was the sign saying? Uh, HBK is a wannabe. And then we've got a flare is God. Um, oh, 
missed it. Punch in the head. Nice. Speaking of um, the Flair is God. Oh, look at that Ric Flair. One of the old Ric Flair um, like plush toys from back in the day. The ones that, uh, that were, had the um, the cushion inside, like the Hogan ones and the Piper ones and the Macho Man Randy Savage ones. There's a person. We actually, we actually have a, uh, a Bret Hart one, I think, at the we do. House. We do. Yeah. Yes, we do. I was about to say. And that's not the one from WWE. That is the one from WCW. Hmm. Oh, here we go. I had no idea. I had a seniors moment right there. I was talking about something else and then it happened again. God damn it. <laughs> but the funny thing is, too, I also forgot what you were talking about. I was Fucking thinking, hell. What were you saying, bro? But then I also forgot. Well, what did you just say? I don't want to embarrass you, so I just kept talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After six years of podcasting, guys, yep. we're getting older. I, no, I just remember. Uh, just saw the flare is God because it takes mm-hmm. me to... Um, Foley is good um, podcast. Ah, uh, yeah. out for everyone's viewing pleasure, and there's a very well done show. And the um, villain and gentleman, or is it German villain or something like uh, one that, under that title, is the William Regal podcast as well too. I'm going to check out actually what it's called because I didn't even know that was out yet. Regal's yes. One. It, Yes, it is right now too. It's on my on my playlist, but I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. We got the figure four. It's called the Gentleman Villain Podcast. Yes, that's it. That's it. And I think it's Matt Coon who's um is the co-host with um William Regal. Oh yeah, cool. Because it doesn't seem like they actually have a Twitter page. If you just go to Regal. They seems like they're retweeting a lot of the stuff, but it doesn't seem yes. like there's a podcast Twitter page. Yes, yes. What's Foley's one been like? Really good. The actual... I've only listened to the first episode, hmm. but he is just a generally... You could just say... Again, he, Foley is good. He is a good dude. And, 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 you know, before I leave this planet one day into where I'm, wherever I'm going next, he is one gentleman I would love to meet. I've just so, um, pulled it up here on my Apple iTunes. So they've actually only done three episodes. Yes. yes. So they did the one-minute teaser back on the 24th of May. Yes. And they did No Way Out 2000, three hours and four minutes. Wow. Yeah. It is, it, it's mainly, uh, there's a lot of commercials in that episode. So be oh, wary right. just to press fast forward on it. But yeah. they do talk about his sort of, whoa, here we go. When, I, I will not sell your shirt anymore. Now, fuck you, okay? Richard Fluff. <laughs> Rick Fluff. Oh. You know, I, uh, I used to love... Flair used to do that with uh, Tommy Young back in the day. I used to... Oh, yeah. I, I watched a couple of old uh, Minute Atlantic Wrestling um, or the old NWA mm. Wrestling from um, on the network here, and it's good fun they are. Oh, and, and it says here that uh, the last episode on Foley is Good was on Friday, and it was called The Making of Mankind was the yep. most recent one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know it was out yet. I thought they just announced that it was coming soon. But Yes. Yeah. I'll just jump on Regal's one. So he just started recently too. So he started on the 2nd of June. The first episode was called What Can I Take F- From This? Episode two, just sort yourself out. 
and they released one actually today called Asked and Answered, Tajiri, AEW, WWE, British Comedians, and more. Cool. I didn't even know that was up. I have to yeah. check out. I have to refresh my uh, my podcast and I can see what's up. I'm subscribing right now to both of them, actually. Excellent, man. <laughs> Very good. Very good. That's another thing, too. We've actually done a lot of flair. Like, what do you think about our COVID yes. podcast years? Like, the 2020 yes. year, we did a lot of flair. Yes, we have. I would say flair and also Mr. Michaels here as well, too. Hmm. Or Mr. Hicklebottom. Well, on that, what's your favourite flair match that you think you've either we haven't done or maybe what we've done? What's been one of your what comes to mind when you think of a flair match? Oh, um, I like his run with Vader. Anything yep. with Vader back in the day was always crazy. Um, I personally that's ninety three timeline that would have been. Yes, yes. Yeah. Bully, you know, big bully Vader. Mm. Um, I. I'd love to go back and we actually do the Triple H match that uh, he and Flair had uh, on that Monday Night Raw, the one night in Greenville. Um, I also enjoy the Terry Funk match that he had back in the day that we did for the Class of the Champions. Oh, for the Oh My God that we did. Yeah, that yes, was a good one. Yes. Um, anything with Sting. He and Sting always had their great battles. Which was great too. Oh my! Oh. Come on, Neil, you're fine. My bad. Oh, oh, look at you on him. It still does the bit. <laughs> oh, jeez, I was wondering what's going to happen there. Oh, it just flings out, just flops around, and what the hell? For some reason, May Young comes running down the ring as quickly as she can, <laughs> removes the tuna. Everyone's awkwardly watching in the ring. Oh, Jesus. Go, go over, go over, uh, 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 go over. Uh, uh, yeah. Climb, climb, climb. <laughs> I love this. Give him time, give him time. Look at HBK selling it, selling it. Gee, the best, you know, the, my favorite thing was the uh, the match he had the, against The Undertaker in WrestleMania 17. And he, Oh, WrestleMania 18. 18, sorry. Yeah, he threw him, off against, yeah. threw him <clears> up against <throat> the ropes and he fucked it up and he goes, mm. all right. And then you can actually see Undertaker go, all right, let's try that again. Mm. And he does it again, and you're like, dude. Yeah, he buggered right up, there. they buggered up the uh, the last ride. He couldn't get him up for the bow bomb, and then yeah, he did yeah. a tombstone finish. Yeah. yeah, just do it that way. That's it, you know. But yeah, the um, that spot there that Flair used to do when he run up, he run the ropes. Well, taking a page out of the Dudley's wait, wait, wait. What the hell? <laughs> I thought it was just, just a normal match. I would probably say I was a fan when we did Great American Bash 89, Flair yes. and Funk. I love the Flair Steamboat feuds that they had in their many matches for the championship. Yes. Um, I would probably say HBK, one of my favorites. You know, you've got to go with Bret Hart and Sean, you know, WrestleMania for the title. Yes. Um, loved his Takers feuds, you know, that WrestleMania. Look out, look out, look out. Nope. Oh. Canadian Destroyer, come on. Oh, through the table? <laughs> yeah. My God. Off, off the stairs, he leaps off the stairs, Canadian Destroyer. My God. What hell? No, come on. We don't need that in WWE. I mean, that we wouldn't see that for another couple of years, right? What the hell? Orton, look out. I have voices in my head. 
You just got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> See, 450. Come on, 450, Sean. Uh, Harlem Hangover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Whoa, he twisted, too. With a bit of a twist there. For yeah, you, is this a DQ now, or what's... <laughs> a bit of a Groundhog Day, is it? Mm-hmm. Bit of a round, round, Groundhog Day action right there, guys, for your viewing bit pleasure. Of, uh, I was going to say, would you like a sweet from Ruth? For you, Miss? Well, he's bleeding, is he? So that would be a DQ, then, Flair for the win. Yep, definitely, definitely. His head, his head is bleeding, look at that. Well, you do have juice. Look, cut him, the wood. Like, what, what, there's nothing on the ground that's sharp, though. What the hell? Look at that. Yeah, he is busted up. Yeah, we got blood. We got some juice. And Orton's still down. Listen to Flair shouting. <laughs> ah, well, it's his back. You know, if you know, if you know your lore about Ric Flair and his uh, back injury, you know, he broke his back back in the day in a uh, in a plane accident. Well, it's funny that he agreed to that spot then. Oh, it's Rick Flair. But they would have sat down and produced and said, all right, Flair, we're going to do a scene where, you know, a spot where Sean gets a table out and then gives you a splash through it. He'll be like, oh, right, okay. Uh, It's Rick Flair, dude. Anything for the entertainment here. Here we go. Watch out. He just low blowed both of them. It went from Sean and to to, um, Earl. Real kick. He didn't get one testicles. He got two. So it's one and two. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, four. Jesus. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> In your dick. Oh, oh, Jesus, chops. Yuck. You can hear the meat. Slapping meat. Off the ropes again. Here we go. Kip up. Wearing the cross on his, uh, Around his neck there. Shawn Michaels. I just noticed his attire is actually a nice mix there because that's kind of like Shawn Michaels' WrestleMania match against Austin with the red, but he's also got the uh, Texas colours there. But he's that's got the home Tex- country too, or home state. Yep, got the Texas mm. uh, flag on there with the hearts. Oh! I wonder how many elbows that Flair's taken in the old days, especially his matches against the, uh, the Macho Man. Hmm. We've actually watched a couple of pretty brutal matches too. We did what Mick Foley versus Flair from SummerSlam. Yeah. Oh, got him clean. <gasps> Jesus! Whoa! Okay. Jesus Christ! Heads up. <laughs> Jesus Christ! One, two, <laughs> That's three. It. I was going to say, usually this spot would have been a Batista run-in with like a, you know, Batista bomb, but I actually think he was injured at this time. Yes. Yeah. Or he actually may have not been a part of the team yet, because I think when we did that Raw from that year, they were showing those video packages talking about Batista coming to Raw, so. Um, no, I think he would be he would return uh, soon, because um, Goldberg would soon go after Triple H for the WWE title. Uh, sorry, the World Championship. And uh, then uh, Triple H did the Harley race 
uh, you know, million dollar, you know, thousand dollar bounty or five thousand dollar bounty on Goldberg's uh, neck, and everyone tried yeah. to cash in, and along came Dave Batista and um, collected the bounty on him after he snapped his ankle. Mm. Yeah, that, that was on the um, that was from the Road to Survivor Series 03, because that was Goldberg Hunter was the main event of that show. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Which way are we going? This way? Okay. I don't know where I am. <laughs> Look, it was, it was a good match. Was it the yeah. Mania match? No, but no, nah. it was good for what it was. Good for what it was. It shows that, you know, evolution is a mystery. And, uh... Yes, big time, JR. There is a lot of things to come. There would have been a commercial then or something. What the yeah, they completely back to the <laughs> Okay. Yep. Found out that figure four. But he didn't win, JR, so suck it. Ha ha ha. I'm just thinking, too, like, this is a nine-match card with only two title matches. Yeah, this is a purely raw... Um... Hmm. Yeah, raw. Actually, no, it's three championship matches. So yeah. I was going to say, we had tag titles. Look at Jerry, he's like, well, you're fucking lost. What do you expect, Sean? Go on, get out of here. <laughs> Hurry up. Is... Piss <laughs> off. So we get a, a hoedown coming up, don't we? Well, no, this is a this is called Pig Pen Fun, is this one. Oh, okay. But wasn't it a singing thing? I didn't even see it before. Yeah, I was going to but... say that he's, uh, he's still got a public hair in his mouth. Just keeps pulling it. It's just, it's a long one. It's a long grey one. <laughs> what he saying? Pie crust? What the hell? Pie crust. Mm-hmm. Now I would imagine she probably did the right thing and you know got the um got the bikini zone done. Alan, I do not want to imagine that she got that done. I do. Good on her. <laughs> Nearly bedtime soon. It is. Says I'm done here. <laughs> yep. They've still oh, got the Jesus. table out. They've still got that table that Flair went through before out. They should probably get it, remove it. Don't be messing with a country boy, country boy, country boy. Interesting to know, like, how long this whole segment had gone through across the night. Like, how the backstage promos, the yes. in-ring promos, how much time was actually spent doing this? Like, that could have been, like, a couple of matches. Yeah, but Tom Goldberg's on the, on the, on the, uh, on the card, so you just answered <laughs> your own question, mate. But I even think, too, the Hell in the Cell main event is actually only, like, 20 minutes. It's one of the shortest ones they've ever done, really. Oh, look out. Oh, gosh. Your WCW theme. <laughs> oh, look at, look at the moves. Look out. No, thanks. He's not singing, though. He's just miming. Okay. What is this? Austin, please come out. Please, come on. Here he is. Yes. What the hell? What the hell are you doing, you son bitch? <laughs> oh, what? 
How cool is it, the old stage setups? That's a raw setup, man. That's all it is. It's a raw as a raw setup. Yeah, but you got a big blood drip there. Big blood drip there. <laughs> well, what do you think it is? It's a blood drip. Look at it. It is a big blood drip, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus, look out. Jesus, stop, please. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I have to do it. I'm terrible, I know. Austin's face. Okay. Yep. And just looking at that stage, I actually think that looks like the ECW December to Dismember set, and they just coloured that with, like, Christmas lights. Yeah, that was... That was... That's pretty terrible. <laughs> I'm going to put that for our poll, actually, guys, in December. Oh, please if you would don't. Like, if it you would be... like us to do that. It was on a poll one time, and no one went for it. We had to listen. It's... We had to We had to watch friggin' Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's nearly over. Great episode. Episode 13, guys. Go back. Check it out. TVK Vol. Uh, is this nearly over? Yes. Yeah, you weren't happy with that one, were you? Yeah. You're going to spin again, are we? Oh, wait a minute. Oh, line dancing. Come on. Line dancing? Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. Just Austin line dancing with Bischoff? And... No, no, no. They they get the women from before with the... With the uh, um, with the pie, and they get May Young to come out again. Everyone gets in the ring, they start doing some line dancing to Hillbilly Jim song. It'd be good times. <laughs> send everyone go uh, do that after the Hell in the Cell match, and send oh, everyone get the home. fuck out of here. Fuck off. And, and send everyone happily home. Dancing out of the arena, all happy. What a great show it was. Vince McMahon comes out and starts doing his jive dancing as well, too, that he did when he was on um, Pole Driver. I watched the, what is it, Capital, what was it, In Your House Canadian Stampede the other day, and it's got what Vince McMahon, JR, and King all with cowboy hats on at the start. Yeah, they're all making fun of JR because he wears, <laughs> because he wears a hat, <laughs> and it's because they're in a stampede, they, yeah. the stampede style. What? Under I don't guitars? understand the, what, what does that word the reference. Mean? What does that mean? I'm from Texas. What is that word? Oh my god, he nearly took a shot at the kid. Just just karate kicks him. Just kid, yeah. Just super kicks the kid in the face. Just fuck off, Tigger. Karate kick. Yeah, these guys. Where's he going? Well, oh, don't hey, touch him, dude. Don't... What the hell? Who's that Who's guy? That? Who's that? JR saying. He says he's, he's he owns a furniture store and his name's Jim McInvale. Right? Uh, yeah, I think he, I think security had to be worded up there. But you also had King just gave a shout out to Ooh. his website. He said galleryfurniture.com. I think there is a bit, probably maybe a bit of story behind this that there is a fellow that actually did help out the WWE back in the day. Oh my God. Jesus. One, two, what? It's almost like reminiscent of their match that that year's No Way Out. Remember at the start of the year where they went one-on-one, -on -one, the same card that had Hogan Rock 2 as well. Mm -hmm. mm. That was a pretty good card, though, because you had, like, Steiner versus Hunter 2, Bischoff versus Austin, and Hogan versus Rock. 
Yeah, that was during the Triple H um, and uh, the the pose down they had, right? Yeah, well, I think that actually kicked off the start of the year, or it was in February or something like that. The pose down on Raw. Yeah. Can I get a time cue from you, please? Yep, I am at one fifty six twenty. One fifty six twenty one twenty two. Just dragging him up the guardrail. He's asking for a timeout. <laughs> they, they, don't, they don't mean shit. Come on, karate kick Bischoff. Come on. Come on, man. Kick him in the dick. Oh, shit. Look out. You allowed so much of it in WCW. Just do it here in WWE. <laughs> Just kick Austin in the pills. Kick him in the pills. Kick him in. Look at those pigs. They look so relaxed. Maybe we should get just, get them out. Just just don't land on the pig. But yeah, don't kill a piglet. Come on, they look they're tiny. The one piglet kind of panics and goes backwards. Oh no! Just <gasps> oh shit! Oh, they're okay. Look oh, at them freaking out yuck. a bit too. Ugh. I'm surprised how calm they are because of um, they're in a loud arena. Hmm. Don't punch the pigs. Don't punch the pigs. I was going to say, has there been pyro tonight? I think Kane had pyro. Booker would have had pyro. Goldberg did, but were the pigs already out there then? Oh, don't. Don't throw stuff. Don't throw stuff at the crowd. Oh, the hay. <laughs> no, Austin, we've got a we've got a main event, mate. Come on. Don't drench, don't drench the ring and beer. Here we go. He's asking for them. Oh, Jesus. God, Steve, Athen. So, what's your five star rating on the uh, the Red Deck Triathlon L? To cross uh, the line? That's it, uh, Bischoff gets a four, Austin gets a, a three. Yeah, it was good times. Yep, the pie in contest. We thought we were going to get some ladies, some lady action in the middle of the ring, but we got a grandma and and and, and her pimp. Um, yeah, fabulous Muller, but she didn't come down to the ring because no one wanted to see that. Yeah, but she would—I would imagine—she probably made a profit. Uh, <laughs> Ellen. <laughs> yep, because you know, if you're gonna work for me, goddammit, you're gonna have to put in the work. Now put that two in the morning down your panties. Yeah, that's something I thought I would never say in my life. Of uh, 38 years of being on this planet and on a podcast with my bro, put that tuna mornay in your panties. Yep. Well, I didn't think we would talk about erections, you know, this well, episode. So, uh, yeah. yeah, well, it's a special one tonight, guys, for everyone's viewing <laughs> pleasure. Now, enough, Austin. Enough. Enough. Aren't I ending the show? Oh, I'm yeah. not. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought this was raw, but... Yeah. Enough. Hmm. <laughs> like, Austin, you've still got four more minutes to make up for Goldberg. Get back in there. Yeah, mate, come on. No more. No more drinking. No more drinking. It was weird seeing Austin do this at WrestleMania. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is something we... we um, we don't muck it. We don't sit. Don't touch the. What the hell? Cam- Look at this. Don't touch the cameraman. <laughs> Come here, you bastard. Come here. Come here. Come here. 
I think we even talked about even leading up to Manny or I said to you, yeah, it's going to have to end with Austin uh, with beers. And you're like, there won't be beers. I'm like, yeah, they have to end it with beers. And you're like, no, it's a different era. They won't do it. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm, I was wrong. Mm. I was glad I was very much wrong during that whole time of, um, of that WrestleMania. Well, I think we both didn't call Cody. You definitely yep. uh, recently, guys, Alan, that called the whole Finn turn and going to Judgment Day. You called that last episode. Uh, uh, yeah, I didn't really mean to, but I, I thought he was just going to be a team member, um, but to become the leader. Yeah. And I have fallen even more in love with our girl, Rhea Ripley, because um, at WrestleMania, she came out uh, alongside with um, Liv Morgan. They were like the two Batman. They, they were like the Batwoman and Batman. Mm. And now she's gone full-blown Joker. She's become like the Batman that laughs, which is fantastic. Mm, that's pretty cool. Yes, it is very cool and good on her to keep it. Oh, we go. Oh, gosh. Man. That's a pretty crazy spot. Fucking nice. <clears throat> Kevin Nash kicked my ass. Because it really, yeah. like, this feud, again, as I said at the start of the show, this has been going for, like, three months. Like, I think, uh, what was it, shortly after WrestleMania, Nash came back to make Sean and Hunter stop fighting, and then Hunter turned on Nash, and then at Backlash, I think the match was Chris Jericho, Flair, and Hunter versus HBK, Booker T, and Nash in a six-man tag. And then we end up getting that Judgment Day clash, which Hunter got himself DQ'd, and now we got ourselves a Hell in a Cell main event. Oh, right in the heart. Oh, I remember that. That was um Jericho and Hunter. And yeah, he um then we would get the suicide trilogy of Timmy yeah. White after that. Yeah. Yep. I didn't like that. That was just weird. It was it was meant to be very much um edgy T V. Let's see how we can go this. What? Da, 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 da. Oh, here we go. Oh, I love this, man. Classic matchup. We've got to do this one year, too. We, one day, we will. And it made, made me cry then. Because I didn't know, you know, it, it, it made me cry. And then it was like, oh, don't worry. I'm going to come back in a couple of weeks. And I'm going to wrestle at WrestleMania with Linda McMahon in my corner. What do you think of them actually having a pay-per-view like Hell in the Cell? Like, what do you reckon they should have done that originally, or just kept it to pull the Hell in the Cell match out at one point for a feud, but not have a pay-per-view dedicated to it? Uh, Back in the day, I was very like, "Oh, I don't like this. Why are they doing this? Why is they naming pay-per-views named after matches?" And then I'm like, now. Is like this is what people want to see. They legit want to see a women's um, Hell in the Cell match or a um, what was another match like the Elimination Chamber or TLC. Mm. We're going to see it, We're, and it's how the future is going to be, and that's how it is now. So, and again, it's marketing. Again, people come in. 
Yeah, like they seem to have it set up like the Royal Rumble winner, and then there's like Chamber happens in February. So then to even get to Mania, you got to go through the Chamber, and then you have Mania, and then Mania backlash. Like everything's in order and it plays out. I just would like Hell in the Cell being a separate event. I don't like being a yes. separate match. I don't yes, like it being here. a pay per view. Like having Seth versus Edge in a Hell in the Cell match in Saudi Arabia was cool because it wasn't yes. a Hell in the Cell pay per view. So. Yeah, I like when they just to bring it out of up to nowhere. Because even looking at this match between Nash and Hunter, the next Hell in the Cell actually wouldn't have been, I think, until like the, the next year later, which was actually HBK and Triple H. So there was a full year between this and another Hell in the Cell matchup. What was the official theme song to this pay per view? Uh, it, was head, the, it was Headstrong, Headstrong by Trap. Yeah. Yes, I was about to say because um, they did not have. Um, the headstrong song playing by mm. trap because i do remember that well i've actually got this on dvd and yes. i actually watched i watched the dvd version the other day because i actually have the trap soundtrack yes i actually bought yes, that do. that year that came out and yes, that was a pretty cool that. song for that so headstrong to take you on or take on anyone yeah i was gonna say maybe let them sing it you don't have to sing maybe that. you shut the fuck up <laughs> Oh. All right, bro. Where are we at on our clock there? I'm on a two hours and five minutes and 25 seconds on the dot. Nice. The big sexy Kevin Nash or the big daddy cool Diesel, whatever his name is, is in the ring. And now we've got the game Triple H. (sighs) The man that we named our podcast after. Yes. Big time. And we saw Kane before in a tag team match, and the big show couldn't make it tonight because he was on SmackDown. The game and how you play it. Sing it, Tom. You're doing such a good job. I'm going to let you do it. Maybe you shut the fuck up again. <laughs> and this is when Triple H at this time was, um, he had the different colored trunks. Yeah, it's like he was going down the Ric Flair route because yep, he, he would wear he the was. white boots, and if he wore the white boots, that was usually a you know a premonition that he was going to lose, mm-hmm. um, which was pretty cool. But looking at Hunter here, what's your favourite version of Hunter over the years? Oh, um, I like the Hunter where he just was in this character here, but he, um. It was almost like when he was chasing the WWE title for the first time and when he was going after Mick Foley and he he and China together and he it was just it was the my time era. Mm. I liked that. Um I even liked the for a brief time, even though I hated all the um authority crap, was the um when he was the authority character. Because he would get on the mic and actually have a go with the crowd and talk about, you know, all the basement bros out there. And he goes, and if I'm if I'm not happy about this, I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet this out. And I see that occasionally on Twitter and, and um, on uh, on TikTok, and it's always good for a laugh to see him talk like that and have a go with the the basement bros out there. Yeah, I think the timeline you're kind of talking about, yeah, the 2013, 2014 yes. authority, Daniel Bryan, that kind of timeline. Yeah. Yeah. But the that Triple H, when he's 
coming, he's chasing after Mick Foley or Austin for the toll. And when he attacks Austin at the SummerSlam of, I think it's SummerSlam to nineteen ninety nine, where he just absolutely decimates Austin and because Jesse Ventura counts the three count, um, and, and Mick Foley wins the title. And yeah, because it was the night after. Yeah, you've got his arm broken by Hunter the night after. And what do yeah, you say uh, to him? If you if you give me a championship match, I won't do it. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't break Jr's arm, and he ends up doing it because mm. you know Triple H, asshole. You just being that asshole here. What about you? I probably agree. I love that timeline. I like when he was just coming into his own after the corporate ministry because he was a yes. part of that group with Taker and was feuding with him and. You know, the amount of times I've watched that Raw, you know, when he actually won the title from Foley was pretty cool. Like, to see him actually first win it and, you know, it's like he's finally up there now because you've had people like Kane, Taker, Stone Cold, The Rock, and now you can actually add Hunter. They're signing saying, yep, tick. He's finally won the belt. And even, like, Mick Foley, you know, he won the belt, what, only a few months earlier at the start of that year, you know, for the very first time in January. So I love that. I was a big fan of Evolution. You know, Triple H, yes. you know, the original Evolution team, not the one that came back, you know, in 2014. That was one of our poll choices, guys, that you guys didn't want to win. But, you know, that was, yeah, I would say the Evolution, the first time it formed was really, really good. Um, And I would probably say that's where it stopped. I didn't like the DX, the newer version with Sean, those versions of DX. I didn't really like the Sting Hunter, you know, WrestleMania Clash. I think that was still... One of the most confusing choices Ooh, to have riff bump already know, to have Sting lose that one, but yeah, probably say Evolution time. This one here, o two o three. I mean, don't get me wrong; his DX stuff that he did in, in the nineties was fantastic. It was very edgy TV, and some of the stuff he was saying. Oh, here we go, <clears throat> Vinny Vegas. See, that's style. funny because like I was an NWO guy, not a DX guy. Yeah, understand. Yeah. They're different variants, aren't they? One was heel, one was face. And then, but for a brief time, DX, especially when Shawn Michaels was the leader, he was very much, um, it was a, a heel faction. And then after Michaels left, it became a, um, very much a heel, uh, sorry, a face faction. Mm. Yeah, that was the night after Mania, right? Eh? Yep. Bye-bye, Michaels. And the new leader of DX is... Um, Triple H here. But what about oh. Nash? What's some of your Nash memories? Favorite Nash match? Oh, anything. Kevin Nash is one of the smoothest mofos ever. I love watching his stuff. I haven't really watched a lot of his stuff in WWE. I watched a few of his matches in WCW. Like I said, I had a friend in high school who was a massive mark for um, for uh, Kevin Nash, and she absolutely loved him. Mm. And when they did their tour down here in Australia, she actually got to go to the WCW show. And she got a picture with Kevin Nash at the end of it. And she was like, that right there in her life, she was like, she could marry him. And I remember going to her and going, nah, no, no, no. I think he's already married. I think he's already got kids. She says, I don't care. I'll, t- I'll take him away from me. And I'm like, nah, mate, I'm sorry. That doesn't work like that. No, she was quite... <laughs> adamant in life that she was going to take Kevin and Ash away from his family, away from his career, and uh, take him away to a secret place. So I was like, 
nah, mate, no go. I would probably say I enjoyed the Bret Hart 95 Survivor Series when they fought for the belt. Mm-hmm. And that was known for the very first time the Spanish announce table was used. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you sense Bret off the guardrail, I think, flying through the table. That mm-hmm. was a good clash. I like the Taker Diesel, WrestleMania, you know, pulling him underneath the ring and then having their match up there. I um, liked that during that time yeah. too. I, that, um, I think I remember... I think it was a match against Sid or someone, and then Kevin Nash comes down, and he just flips the Undertaker the bird. Mm. And this is before Austin was flipping the bird, but he's you know big daddy cool Diesel just giving the dead man the bird, and the crowd going crazy about it. I think from memory that was in your house final four. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the one where the actual main event was a over the top rope fatal four way for the WWE title because that's the the month that Sean gave the belt up, lost his smile. So lost his smile, had to go away. Yeah. Didn't want to lose it to Brett. Mm. Oh God, what a slap! Yeah, because I think what happened: Diesel screws Taker and then flipped him off. Yeah, that's right. Yep, yep, definitely. Because it was slowly kind of coming out of the new generation, and the attitude was just starting to come in then. So that's right. Hmm. And I think, too, looking at this matchup, when I think when it won the poll, I'm thinking, Jesus, when was the last time we did a Hell in the Cell? Oh, jeez, look out, cameraman. He got crushed. Sorry, you were saying? No, just saying, like, when this actually won the poll, I'm like, that's right, this one was the Hell in the Cell main event. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. when was the last time we actually done a Hell in the Cell match? Jeez. I don't have to use the power of the brain there, and uh, mm. that's not really functioning properly tonight with the... Uh, in and out conversations I've had inside my head and trying to remember what I said five minutes ago. Well, I think I know what it was. I was just kind of having a guess. I think it actually was King of the Ring, 98. One of our original actual Jesus. wrestling companions. Yeah, all the way back in like 2016, I think. It's been almost six years since we've done a Hell in the Cell match. This does not look safe. Jesus. Oh, oh I was yep. about to say, where was the cameraman? He moved. Okay, I'm so glad he moved. He just threw that, he did. That's reminiscent of that spot. Remember when Foley did that to open the cage up so he could dive through to get to the other side? Mm-hmm. Mm. Just lawn dart. Here we go. Bong. God's sake. Yeah, Triple H with the, the blue boots and the blue trunks there. Not the, uh, not the Triple H that we knew from many moons ago with the black... Mm. Oh, Jackknife, look out, look out. It, yeah, sort of clean shaven. Oh, fuck. Holy shit, look out. Fuck. Okay. Now, he was smart, he grabbed the cage there, but mm. there's forearm shots here. It's laying waste to him. What have we got here? Is this the toolkit? Yeah, we've got the yeah, box of tools, toolbox. That's a toolbox there. Oh, here we go. Forearm shot from Kevin. What's he got there in his hand? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Jeez. Got a hammer. What's this? A hammer? And just smashes him in the knee. Just smash your best mate in the knee with a hammer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> watch out, watch out. He just hit him right in the head with a hammer. 
<laughs> but he looked at it first like, this isn't a sledgy, but I'll use this anyway. Yeah, Mick, what Jeez. are you going to do? Just shut up. His, yeah, yeah, take it off him, Mick. Yeah, that'll work. I love, I just love Mick's attire. Just could have put on dress pants. Nah, got to wear the trackies. Got to wear me trackies. Got me comfortable boots on. I've got my um, referee shirt from um, WrestleMania 1999. Got the wrestling boots on with the trackies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, calm down. You're be an impartial ref here, mate. I don't know if he was getting a bit touchy on you, but still. I love how you say getting touchy. <laughs> yeah, because in your house, that means something completely different. I say frisky. No, you don't. I don't. You don't. Your missus wouldn't allow you this, that type of garbage in the house. Oh, Get God. Out. Okay, I'll go. Eat. Oh, we got some drippage. Oh, yep. Yep, we got some got more juice and think and follow there as the referee makes you think back to that hell in the cell that he did what was Strowman and was it Brock or something hell in the cell a few years ago really yeah remember Foley was the referee and Strowman's telling him to get on his knees to count the pinfall and Foley was kind of struggling to do it um how long have we gone back now, this was uh, actually, no, it was, it was Roman and Strowman. And then someone when Brock came back and ripped the cage door off and smashed everyone with the tables and chairs and the whole match was thrown out. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. That's what I was, because uh, I was like, wow, that would have been wicked. Well, that but was yeah. the one where it was two years in a row, the Hell in a Cell main event ended with a no contest because the year later was the whole Seth Rollins and Fiend thing where they threw yeah. it out too. Yeah. I don't know if you just saw in the high cam there and the on the side cam there there was red cap red cap guy was there. Oh, the sign guy, yeah. Sign guy, yep. Hmm. Oh, look at the blood dripping on the ground. Jesus. What's he got now? A, a screwdriver. <laughs> Yeah, this is not a Doctor Who screwdriver. That is a proper... Oh my god, he was about to stab him. Just put it in the earlobe like Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton. Oh. <laughs> Started twisting it. He just kept twisting and kept twisting. Yeah, he's my best. Fr- he's one of my best friends and uh, I hit him in the head with a hammer and uh, now I'm going to stick him in the eye, with, stick him in the forehead with a... <laughs> With a screwdriver. But it's okay, because in a couple of years' time, I'm going to have a match against Sting, and we're going to break a sledgehammer of his back, but at the end, we're going to shake hands. <laughs> Ask you to get a hair plug and everything. Why the fuck did the NWO help Sting? Yeah. You know, you could have got the... End... We got a box. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, the no need for Barbie. Oh, in the stomach. Oh. Just holds it up in the air. <laughs> Look at that. Did, did you actually... <laughs> I think he said, I am the motherfucking champion. <laughs> oh, Kevin Nash. 
usually don't see Nash get bust up, do you? No, I can't really yeah. recall like any time. Maybe some time in WCW when he oh shit he was going for the oh he he's not with. Oh, I actually watched the, the other day. It was a <laughs> it was Kevin Nash on Nitro, and they went to bloodbath him from the New Blood. Oh no! And I'll send you the gif, and he actually wasn't standing in the right spot. So when the blood comes down, it totally misses him, and he just moves to the left like it. <laughs> yeah, completely. I, I'm like, oh I, shit! I heard that was uh, Kevin Nash did that on purpose. Oh my god! Yep. Again, mm. we got some blood. We got some major juice now. The um, classic um, shot in the head, and then we let's go to Kevin Nash. Let's do a, a close-up shot and make sure we see uh, uh, Triple H. Not saw his face, but he did, just like Flair did back in the day. This is pretty innovative. He's got—he's literally put the barbed uh, bat onto a loop that's on the top rope. Yep, yep. That's the uh, like the old tag team rope that is non-existent. Jesus, now. Man, look at that color. Yeah, no, look at that. That's fantastic. In the lead up to this one too for the poll, I think I put up Vengeance 05 and that had yes. what Batista Hunter Hell in the Cell and that was yes. a brutal one too. That was bloody. Yes. Mm. Yeah, Kevin Nash has got that on the tag team rope that's non existent these days, especially in AEW. Because, you know, fuck tag team matches, right? Because what's the point of tagging in someone where you can all do some flippy floppy fly fly? And the referee just stands there. <laughs> yep. Just. Um, so, one, two, three. <laughs> you guys tell me when you're done and I'll do the count. I'll, 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 make, I'll, I'll listen to Tony Khan in the back uh, after he's done his um, seventh blow for the day. <laughs> man, that man loves himself some cocaine that he is. Oh, that's the juice. This is, this is a bloody one. I know, we've gone kind of quiet on you guys. Sorry about that for a second. You know, a couple of seconds, people get worried when we have a bit of silence in the show. Because they're like, uh, that's the one thing I always remember hearing on radio. People have always say you should never go quiet on the radio because mm. people freak out. They go, what's going on? Are they attacking? Is it attack time? Are they attacking? Is it an attack on t- <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> is it an attack on Titan? What's going on? I'm scared. See, steel stairs, jackknife off the steel stairs. Come on. Or if I was playing WWE, I would go outside the cell and jackknife through the roof. Through the roof, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Just smashed him with the box. Yeah, we saw some box smashing before, and that was from Mae Young. Alan. Yes? No. Uh, It was. It was, and don't don't deny it. Tom, Just that box got it. smashed, you understand? It got smashed, right? It got smashed, and it got smashed hard. <laughs> it's a sin. WCW sin. Live oh, on pay-per-view. He's got the sledgehammer. Look at that, Foley. Oh, oh damn it. All right. Get out of the way, Foley. Get out of the fucking way. Oh, faithful... What do you think of the whole Cody and Seth using the sledgehammer in their matchup? 
it's an homage, man. It's just an homage to uh, to Triple H. It should have been a golden sledgehammer. Oh! God damn. Well, you know, because, you know, sets the um, the old protege oh. to uh, look out. Yeah, well, the whole thing of using the sledgehammer, taking the pedigree, and, yeah. One more no, time. No, another really bloody matchup, I think, was one we talked about offline, too, was the Undertaker-Brock Lesnar. Remember No Mercy? 2002 for the championship. That was a bloody war. That was a great actual card because mm. it, the brother it opens with the Brothers of Destruction talking to each other and going, how's your week going? Mm. And then it opens and because, you know, Undertaker's rolling around with the broken arm that Brock Lesnar broke, he kicked him right in the, in the knee or did he kick him in the quad? Uh, yeah, it was his right kneecap. Yeah, I made a bad joke there. You just completely avoided it. Good job. But he just grabbed his left kneecap, though. Yeah, Tom, it's wrestling. Look, he got shot there now. Yeah, he, he, he fucking did. Look at Mick. Oh, shit. Yep. Look at Mick. <laughs> Foley's like, do you need me to do the count chair shot? Oh, okay, yep. Everyone's busted open. Everyone's bleeding. Uh-oh. It's the Cobra. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> There's one thing I want to say to you, Mick Foley. I have a... You have a Socko. I have a Cobra. Kick to the pills. Uh, Kick to uh, the pills. Santino. Oh. Jesus. Yep, wet low. Man, this is bloody. Mm. Yeah, now that No Mercy one was awesome for that image of what was it? Brock Lesnar on top of the Hell in the Cell, you know, holding up the WWE title. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yep. Yep. Triple H just throws Foley into this steel stair shot. One, two, three. You can count for count to ten. Nah. Come on, Mick. I just came to ref it. I didn't plan on getting the shit kicked out of me. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> want you. Earl Hemner made it actually, uh, made it actually pretty good. Hey, what are you, what are you doing? Shit. Uh, oh, 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 he just rebounded. He did. Far out. Pedigree. Do it. Oh. Oh, the corner. Wait. Oh, that was in the throat. Shit, he launched him into that. He did. Far out. Good on you. Good on you, Hunter. Kick in the gut. See, he's a great sell. You know, he has the yeah. longest matches, guys, but he's a great sell. Oh, yeah, big time. Going up. Come on, get up, ref. Where's the ref? There's a ref. There's Brian Hamner at the back there. There's Foley's back in. Yep, Foley's back in. I swear, I think Mick Foley is wearing his dude. Um, he's got the the blue shirt there. It reminds me of Dude Love. Yeah, like he's got it underneath a black shirt. Yeah, yeah. Is it the three faces of Foley coming out? We've already seen Socko from Mister uh, from Mankind. 
you know, no, it's just McFoley hanging out. I was going to say no, Al. Don't, don't, don't. No, don't bring it up. Don't think bring up the free thing. No, Al, it's not real. Don't it's not real. <laughs> not real. Take your fantasy booking elsewhere, dickhead. Oh, sorry, Tom. Because this actually led to nothing. I don't think Foley even appeared the night after to do any program of the whole thing of Hunter attacking him. I think they just left it in here. Well, basically, the the referees have just gone, no, we're, we're not refereeing this match. Mm. You know, you've made this match, Austin, but we're not doing it. So we need someone to come out and, you know, be the uh, the lamb to the slaughter. Oh, yeah, mm. that's okay. Here we go. Watch out. In the mouth. Jesus. I love that Mick's like telling him off, like, please don't use it, please. <laughs> Just make it a clean match. Yeah, come on, Mick. Drop You're him. in this match oh. back in 1998, and you got thumbtacks, and you climbed to the top, dude. No, 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 no. It's going to be brutal. Come on. Don't follow what are you do. <laughs> Just one pedigree. Okay, I actually didn't think that was the ending. I thought there was. A, I thought he kicked out at some point, and it's there's a, there was another spot. Now we are um, we are nearly done. We're about a minute away to say goodnight to everyone. Well, not yet. We're not eager to get out of here just yet, guys. But this pay per view is over. Well, Alan, five star main event. What do you reckon? Oh, yeah, what's, what's, your def- what's your vote? Um. Oh, here we go. Ric Flair wearing a shirt uh, with his trunks. Yeah, it doesn't it, look right. <laughs> no, it just looks like your, your dad on a Sunday. You know, he's, <laughs> you got a friend over. He'll, you know, he'll make you a grilled cheese, but he just, you know, Dad, you wearing underwear? What of it? Yeah, it just doesn't. Look, it looks peculiar. Uh yeah, this match. Uh, yeah, it's a definite four. Kevin Nash did well. Uh, Triple H did excellent. And Mick Foley is this to be the the pink cushion. Mm. No, I enjoyed it. it. Was you know the pay per view? You know, will I remember this forever? Probably not. But yep. you know, the matches were still good. The Flair, I'll give Flair HBK and the main event. You know, it's due. Great matches on the card. Mm-hmm. Goldberg Jericho was probably a lot sloppier than what I thought it would have actually been. But um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't complain. And to think, what was next month? That would have been July. That was a SmackDown show. And then, yeah, we would have had the Elimination Chamber SmackDown main event. Look at Flair. At no point that... <laughs> you watch yourself, fat boy. <laughs> that's and that's it, guys. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. I hope everyone enjoyed. Any closing comments, Al, before we finish up this month? Uh, good show there all around, guys. It's something that, um, like you said at the beginning of the show, you know, it's it's not remembered as one of the most favourite shows or the most popular shows, but I think through the eyes of us, and I think we brought you guys some uh, some entertainment. So I hope everyone enjoyed. All right, guys, before we actually finish up this episode, we want to give a shout-out to not one but two great wrestling podcasts and a shout-out to our affiliate partners. Check these guys out. 
Main Event Marks is a retro pro wrestling podcast hosted by two lifelong wrestling marks and walking wrestling encyclopedias, Troy and Greg. Every Wednesday, we do a breakdown and review from a fan's perspective on some of wrestling's biggest and most forgotten shows ever, along with the industry news from that time period, taking you back in history to when that event took place. Main Event Marks is available on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. Follow us on social media at Main Event underscore Marks. Well, hello there. My name is Ryan, and with me, as always, is the man, the myth, the legend, the one, the only, Vinny. And we are the hosts of the Front Face Lock Podcast. We are brought to you in part by Lucky 13 Beard Company. You can find them at Lucky13BeardCO.com or on Twitter at Lucky13BeardCO. Here at the Front Face Lock Podcast, we drink, we watch old wrestling pay-per-views, and we give our twisted drunken views on what we are watching. And sometimes, for no reason, we'll go off on a drunken rant about whatever's on our mind. You can find us at anchor.fm slash frontfacelockpodcast or anywhere else you can find a podcast. Instagram and Facebook at frontfacelockpodcast and Twitter at frontfacelock. If there's anything you want to hear, you can email us at frontfacelockpodcast at gmail.com. Well, guys, you know what time it is. Alan's left the room, so I have to give a bit of a readout of our sponsors and affiliates. So Rogue Energy is a premium energy and focus supplement designed to optimize your mental and physical performance. And if you check out RogueEnergy.com and use our promo code 2702 at checkout, you will get 10% off products. Next one I want to talk about is Luxie. So Luxie can enhance your performance with their analog grips. These grips can be used on your PlayStation, your Xbox, and your Nintendo Switch. And if you visit Luxie.com and use the promo code BRO247, that's BRO247, you get a total of 15% off products. Up next is Triumph Chairs. So Triumph Chairs is a gaming chair company specializing in comfort and performance. Visit TriumphChairs.com and use the promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 10% off products. Up next is Clinch Gaming. Clinch Gaming manufactures custom professional gaming controllers that you can use on your Xbox and your PlayStation and use our promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 5% off products. Up next is Player One Coffee. So Player One Coffee developed coffee recipes custom tailored to gamers, creative developers, and just about anyone who really enjoys a cup of coffee. And lucky last is VictoriousEyewear.com. So Victorious Eyewear developed blue-white blocking gaming glasses designed to eliminate digital eye strain and help you maintain comfortable and focused. Visiting uh, VictoriousEyewear.com and use the promo code BRO247 at checkout gets you 10% off. So again, shout out there to Victorious Eyewear, Player One Coffee, Clinch Gaming, Triumph Chairs, Luxie.com and Rogue Energy. Alright guys, we are back and we're at the tail end of our Wrestling Companion number 80 in episode 133 of the Broadcast Podcast. We have some new things coming out for the month of July. We will be doing some new polls that we'll be releasing up for our topics for the month of July. Uh, any closing comments, Al, before we finish up? Uh, yeah, thanks again for everyone taking their time to download this show yet again. 133 episodes, and we're still going strong. Yes, we've been through the COVID, and 
you know, we're, we're now experiencing the ooh-ah-ah ah, monkey virus. You know, I'm still waiting for that to come in the mail, and it, it hasn't rocked up yet. So I'm still a bit, uh, still ashamed, still a bit, uh, not ashamed, but I was a little bit bummed out. So hopefully next time we see you guys, um, you know, we might have some uh, some interesting news about the old monkey virus. If not, it's just another thing to make people scared. Um, yes, again, again. If you'd like to follow me on my different social medias, I'm on the, the Twitter. That's uh, Alan Ross 84. I'm on the TikTok. Yes, I'm on TikTok, guys. It's Alan underscore. Sorry, it's Roscoe underscore Bosco 84. I'm also on Twitch. Every now and again, I've been thanks to you, Tom, for actually retweeting when I'm actually going live. That's uh, uh, Roscoe underscore Bosco 84. And I'm also, sometimes I jump on YouTube and do that exactly the same thing. And that's the same username as always, Roscoe underscore Bosco 84. Tom, well done to you. Another great show. We'll see everyone next time. And on that note, guys, you can check out all of our socials on Twitter at The Brocast. That's T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T. Also on Instagram, Spotify, Podbean, CastBox and Castro. But as we say each and every episode, Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. to a classic TBK moment. So we've got three matches left. Kane is on fire. What's up, girls? I think that's the guy at the beginning of the show that we saw. Yeah, that did look like you. Send your cable bill, Tom. Go on. I don't have cable, though. So what do you get, expired though? from the... Offer limited to the first 3,000. What do you get, though? You get that? You get this. You get the WWE... Oh, the um, ring thing. Oh, okay. Dog tag. The ring thing. <laughs> you are, what is wrong with you today? Are you just <laughs> bred stupid? Did you wake up stupid, uh, stupider this mean, morning? You're very mad. Um, what do you get? Keychain? <laughs> it's a dog tag, you <laughs> idiot. My God. Uh, can I just say something? I didn't see the chain part. I just saw the actual logo. Um, Keychain? Because on my car keys, I have little keychains on there. I've got Spider-Man and Buzz. Like you. So, how do you? Moron.